Pull up in motorcades I got a show today It's all I'm trying to do Hustle and motivate Choppers And I'm out to crush My name is Cool J I devastate the show But I couldn't survive without my radio Now this is a story All about how my life got flipped Turned upside down And I'd like to take a minute Just sit right there I'll tell you how I became the prince of Alright, so back up in this bitch for another one. This is Connecticut's most controversial podcast. This is the Domino Effect. And as always, I go by the name of Domino. Appreciate you for tuning in. Appreciate you for listening. Wherever you're listening from, be it uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, iHeartRadio, wherever the fuck you get your podcast, we are there. Domino Effect Podcast at gmail.com for any comments, questions, or, or concerns. One of these days, I'm going to start doing questions again. And, you know, just you know, getting back into the swing of things, you know, like I said. Last episode, been gone for a while, you know, it's never far from my mind, it's just, you know, niggas get busy, so, you know, got shit to do. But, guest I got today in the motherfucking building, uh, you know, some mover and shake on these fucking New England streets, you know. If it involves a mic in a bag, you know, he kind of there, you know, he just, <laughs> anywhere and everywhere, you know, you might have seen him hosting a party or four, you know, a couple album listening parties and, you know, this, that, and the third, and all that good stuff. Might have also heard him on Hot 937, you know, a few years ago. Now, you can hear him on the Domino Effect podcast. You got you to gotta, you gotta say his whole name. You got to say G-Money, the motherfucking prince. It's like, it's like a pimp name slip back. You got to say the whole thing. I like that. My brother, how you doing? I'm doing well, man. Thank you so much for having me, brother. No problem. Appreciate you for coming. Um, this, was, this was in the works for a while. It definitely has been, and it's, it's well overdue, and I'm glad I'm here. I feel like... There's no such thing as the wrong time, so right. you know I me. Mean? It's the right time, and we got a lot to talk about. We're gonna have a good time tonight. We're gonna have a good time tonight. He bought some hen dog. Uh huh. I don't know what that's gonna do to everybody, but you know, we just here to have a good conversation. We're gonna have conversations about music. You from know? what I from what I heard, it just opens up the passageways, and the truth serum just starts to come out, and you know what I mean. Just get to be more free with the tongue. Something about the mic, something about <laughs> the the fucking brown water man. It just <laughs> brings the shit out of people. Jesus juice. Yeah, man. But how how are you? I want to ask that first. Like, how are you, like, mentally, physically, spiritually, all that good shit? I am actually okay. You actually, know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people with the current situation in the world that we are in mm-hmm. have the excuse to not be okay. Mm-hmm. But see, the way I feel is, like, when you're black, when you're from the inner city, you know what I mean? When you're in a safe atmosphere, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For me, I, I, I'm married. I have kids, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I don't necessarily live in the inner city anymore, move my family out, you know what I'm saying? Right, it's kind of like, you know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. I, and that's what I'm saying. So, like, when you look at things in the world, when you've been through as much as you've been through, mm-hmm. no matter what city you're from, you know, you've been through something, you know right. what I'm saying? I just feel like no matter if it's COVID, weather change, you know, uh, what's going on over there, you know what I mean, with Biden sending troops over there. It, it just Jim feels like, yo, yeah, right. It's yeah. like It just feels like... No matter what's going on, when you black and you from the hood, dog, you know what I mean? It's always you just, something. You just going to learn how to deal with it and move on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And right. that's just what I'm doing right now. You know what I mean? It's just figuring out what's going on in the world. Okay, how can I move around it? How can I shake? How can I survive? Mm-hmm. How can I continue to grow mm-hmm. in this current situation? And that's what I'm doing, man. So I'm fine. Right, man. That's good to hear, man. So initially, I kind of, you know, bumped into G Money on a uh, Clubhouse, you know, the shit show that that fucking app was. <laughs> bumped into him on there, and I think we was in a room about 
like the state of like Connecticut hip hop. It, it, it was some shit, right? So then, I hate you know, those rooms. I'm with a passion, my nigga. So we started talking, you know, got his info, wanted him to come to the studio last year, but you know, COVID, you know, 2020. You want to talk about shit shows? <laughs> Word. That was the real shit show. <laughs> so you know, picking the shit back up now. So now, 2021, we here. Hopefully, you know, this whole Delta bitch don't, you know, take take the best of us. Oh, you know, on his way. Delta Plus and all this good shit. I'm worried about the Spirit one. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. It's Delta. Like I'm, I mean, cool. Spirit. That's the motherfucker you got to work. Right. Watch out for. Man, some shit come around called the Spirit variant. <laughs> That's the one niggas need to be worried about. Dodge that shit. <laughs> With your fucking life. <laughs> we need to be worried about that motherfucker. Spirit? Yeah, man. Yeah, they coming for us specifically. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so now, what I wanted to ask first, uh, and we're gonna get into like your whole backstory. And like we we gonna we gonna get in your business, right? Right. So now, um, initially, like I said, the whole CT state of hip hop music shit that we was in in Clubhouse, like how do you feel exactly about like the status of like Connecticut music or hip hop specifically. Is Connecticut is in a good space. Connecticut has all the talent in the world and is just missing out on information and opportunities. That's bullshit because we got the internet. I I listen. I hear you. <laughs> opportunities and information. You mm. know what I'm saying? And yes, we do have this is what I compare it to, right? Mm. Sports. In a small state of Connecticut. You know what I mean? Right. We have plenty and plenty of examples and current professional athletes. Yeah, athletes, that's Division One, mm-hmm. all stuff like that. So we have current examples. So if I wanted to know what it took to make it to the NBA, you know what I'm saying? I could look at the path of a Marcus Camby all the way to a Donovan Mitchell, all the way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like these people that have roots in CT are from here. You know right. what I'm saying? Currently, from Andre Drummond. To, you know what I mean? Like I could... Study their path, find out what they did. You know what I'm saying? Drummond oh, this is what they do. Cool. No, he do. That that was a little misconception. Okay. That's my bro. That's my bro. I ain't gonna do him like that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, but yeah, but you know what I'm saying? But you have those examples to know how to make it. Mm. Nobody in CT has scratched that surface, has really made it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So everybody is really throwing darts out there, you know what I'm saying, trying to figure out what it's gonna take to crack it. With somebody from CT to make it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And we're now getting to the point where we're overthinking it, mm. overdoing it. You know what I'm saying? I think we, like, losing our identity. You mm. know what I'm saying? Trying to just get on. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, but that's pretty much the current state of Connecticut. I mean, and I think that's everywhere, not just here. You know what I'm saying? Because I tell you what, you know, being in radio as long as I have and it was, one thing that really struck a chord with me mm. Um, a A&R of a record label in California, mm-hmm. right? He was like this. He was like, yo, gee, you do a lot of work for these cats out there, and I'm sure they're not going to appreciate it, but here's one thing I'm going to tell you, right? And I don't know if this is going to motivate you to do more for them or just kind of like make you fall back, but mm-hmm. here's what I'm going to tell you, right? I know personally because I've been out there, and I did not know until I went out there that if I go to Hartford, New Haven, or Bridgeport, mm-hmm. if I'm not acting correct the way I'm supposed to be, I might not make it home. Right. I can easily lose my life. You know what I'm saying? Without, it's without a, <laughs> without a question. Any of those three cities. Right. I know that. Even being from California. You mm. know what I'm saying? But unfortunately, you can't sell that. You can't tell people across America that quote unquote Connecticut, right. where all the rich white people live, yeah. you know what I'm saying, is hood, gangster, they sell drugs, yeah. da, 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 all that <laughs> other stuff. You know what I mean? Right. He said that's why 
Caucasian artists from this area can make it because they don't need to tell that shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. But any black artist that's coming out there, Spanish, whatever, that's quote unquote hood, mm. shoot them up, bang, bang, robbing them drugs. Like, yo, I can get an artist that's just as talented or maybe mm. even less talented, but it's from Brooklyn. Yeah. That's talking that shit and then the world will eat it up because right. they believe it because that's the story that has been told about Brooklyn. Mm. But that shit has not been told about Connecticut. Anything you hear from TV to movies to anything you ever hear is no. making jokes about Connecticut, about it being rich, preppy, mm. everything. Think about any of your favorite shows. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Think about Power. Where did Tariq go to school? You know what I mean? They sent him out like to the choke. fucking Greenwich or something. Yeah, they sent yeah. him to the choke. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Which is actually a real private school out yeah, here yeah, in Connecticut yeah. on some rich shit. You know what I'm saying? So... It, no matter what, from back in the day, from fuck, everybody loves Raymond. You know what I'm saying? His mm. wife, they used to make fun of her because she was well to do and she came up from where? Mm. Connecticut. You know what I'm saying? Stepher Wives, like that movie <laughs> about mm-hmm. the perfect wives and all that shit, like being robots and everything. Connecticut. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, it's going to be very, very hard for us to get past that stigma mm. to be able to really tell our story. You know what I'm saying? And I don't even know if we could do it by music. We might need to be like Baltimore and come out with a show like Wire. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because the yeah. people really know Baltimore was really like that yeah, before the wire, wire ever yeah. came out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It might just take something like that. But in, in, until something like that, and then people come, because there is no reason for tourism here. You know what I'm yeah, saying? At all. There's no reason in the world to come to Connecticut. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No professional teams, no nothing big coming. Like, there's really no reason to come here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> really. Unless your job sends you here for like some conference yeah. or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but man. like, you know what I mean? So it's like you're not going to stumble upon. <laughs> you the know what next saying? big act in fucking <laughs> New Haven or Bridgeport. Like, yo, I got so much out of that statement that you just said right now because when it comes to identity, I feel like we don't have one to lose. Yeah. And we're still trying to find our identity. And we look to the states that are on the sides of us. Like, we'll look to, like, either, like, a Boston or New York. Maybe even, like, as far as, like, I don't know. But it's just, like, we haven't found our niche, something that makes us us and makes us stand out to the world. Mm-hmm. Or, or at least just to the country, at least. And then, two, like, you can't tell a nigga that him, that, that someone looking at Connecticut only sees, like, preppy white people when that's that nigga's story. Like, if you come from the hoods of, like, Bridgeport, Hartford, New Haven, New London, wherever else there are hoods in Connecticut, you can't tell a nigga not to tell his story to be unauthentic. Then it's right. just, you can't be fake. But it's like, how do you tell, how, how, how do you tell someone that's an artist and that's a creative to, like, play the game and how do you tell them to like hey just dial it back a little bit until you know just put put this out put this facade out there until you know you break through and then you can do the real shit it's really hard because you always want to tell an artist to be yourself and be authentic and that's how you're going to shine through you know what i'm saying Mm. but as i said i mean we're telling a story where like for instance like Half my family, like, I'm back and forth between Atlanta and here. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. Atlanta's my home, just like Hartford is my home, right? Mm-hmm. People don't even believe that black people live in Connecticut. Not at all. You know what I'm saying? Every travel time- travel the world. <laughs> if, if you're an artist listening to this right now, do me a favor and travel. You know what I'm saying? That's the biggest thing. Travel. And just tell people you're from Connecticut and just look at the reaction you get. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It'll look at you like you're a fucking... Bald eagle, like yeah, some shit. Like, like, damn, you y'all exist. Like, it's it's niggas here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, exactly. Like niggas in Connecticut. Like, ain't it's the same that shit. word. Like, you gotta be like the only one, honey. You be like, what? Nah, it's like, like a, it's a gang of us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, literally, yeah. the city's full of us. But people outside, 
of the Northeast don't know that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Of course, New York knows it. Walsh knows it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Down to Philly. Like, you, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, we've made noise in the tri-state and the New England areas. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, in the upper Northeast. Like, we did that. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it's hard to break outside of that and be like, this is really Connecticut. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest examples of that is, like, you got, well, like, you got, like, Chris Webby, and then you got, like, Annoyed, right? Yeah. Like, the people that fuck with hip-hop, primarily black people, the people that come to shows is primarily white people, but it's, like, the black people can't get on board with Chris Webby because, like, he talked that, you know, party shit, drug shit, we ain't really on board with all that shit. Right. And then you got Annoyed. He comes from, I think, Bloomfield or some shit like that. yeah. And then it's, like, he's black, he can rap, obviously he can rap, but it's just, like, He's not hard enough for us to 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 be behind him, <laughs> right? So it's like we we had a crutch. So we got you know you got your Bridgeport, New Haven, mm-hmm. Hartford artists. Yep, all niggas come from the hood, talk that shit, can rap. But like you said, Connecticut's just not that state that niggas think of when they think of like tough gangster grit, all that <laughs> shit. So it's like, right? When the fuck are we gonna overcome this or you know get past this crossroad? I, I think it's going to take an annoyed as you brought up. Mm. A Don Z.O.P., you know what I mean? Right. Who is, I think, a minority version of Chris Webby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As, you know what I mean? I think it's just going to take somebody that's just going to be on and and just niggas just going to have to realize like they from Connecticut. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not like they coming out screaming that shit like every other song. Yeah, I mean, every other word. Like, da-da-da-da-da-da, right. Bridgeport, New Haven, Hartford, da-da. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, because you, you go on a record and you say that mm. and then... It, it don't niggas sound as hard. Like, yeah, like, but but even niggas from like nobody can attest to it or yeah, nobody can like feel a, you on that shit because mm. it's not like a nigga in Chicago going to hear you say that shit and they be like, yeah, I've been in there. That's crazy. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like nobody can. You know what I mean? Like we all been there. Yeah, like, we, we all been, been in Chicago. It is crazy. We been in Atlanta. We been in Miami. Crazy. We been in LA. Like we go there, so then we be there for our own eyes. We be like. Mm. So some somebody from Chirac come out and be like, yeah, niggas, I've been yeah. out there. Them niggas crazy like that. Yeah, yeah. So you could attest, you know what I'm saying? Nigga from Connecticut come out, yeah. you know what I mean? And talking that shit. Literally, if you not from the Northeast, that that shit sounds goofy. Yeah, you can't. You know what I mean? You, like if you could look outside yourself and just think about your perception of where you from in Connecticut yeah, you gotta, and think how another nigga would see that gotta shit. Gotta be real with yourself. Right. Yeah. That's like if somebody hood and shit came out and then niggas said they was from Iowa. Yeah. Even niggas in Connecticut be laughing like, ha, nigga, Iowa, Iowa nigga. nigga. Like, fuck, don't you got corn to pick or some shit? Like, this you know what I mean? It was nigga in Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> really? This motherfucker. You know what I mean? But they do say it's hoods everywhere and you know what I mean? But it's just easier to sell those major markets where you know shit going on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think the like the best chance that we might have had for that was... Gangsta Delicious, rest in peace. Yeah. That was the best chance we had to get in Connecticut on the Lil map Brody. because yeah. I feel like he had every, like he checked off every box when it came to like us fucking star. Mm-hmm. And for that star to get snuffed out so early, I'm like, damn, yeah, we was we was almost fucking there. Yeah. And we could have had something to be like, hey, you know, this motherfucker made it, maybe we'll put some more eyes on Connecticut now. Mm-hmm. You know, whole shit opens up. But now we just right back to square one again. And you know what uh sucks, and I, and I know like people didn't really, 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 really want to talk about it and dive into it and like make a big ordeal about it and shit like that. But mm. the fact that Prince Montana, who Connecticut, you know what I mean, brought Famously up, bigs up and just right. comes here and shows and then mad love, comes here, 
steals our sound, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, and has a hit number one single off of it, you know what I mean? Right. And it was like, he couldn't even use Chill Shump for the beat, mm-hmm. which I kind of like yeah. create with the sound, like give him yeah. the credit for the sound, you know what I mean? Couldn't use him for the beat. Couldn't like feature a CT rapper on it, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Even though he as didn't have to. As much money as you came here and made, you ain't get back to as shit. As much love as the station gives you, the, the, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like simple things like that, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, um, damn. Uh, let's say Max B comes home, you know what I'm saying? Right. Everybody's gonna be checking for him and shit like that. And mm-hmm. of course, CT probably be the first place he run to to get money, do shows and it's shit. Somewhere, like that. somewhere <laughs> New Haven, Dan Barry, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then. You know what I mean? Same thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're going to pop off, get their shit together. And it's unfortunate. Nobody has reached back. You know what I'm saying? Like, as much as people might say they got love for CT and do all that, you know what I mean? From young and made to like, all the, I, I can't even go down the list. You can start back in the day from Mob Deep to, you know yeah. what I'm saying? To MOP and, you know, all the way up till now. Like, all New York artists really know that they got it and they could break when they come out to CT. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's just like nobody. And I have, I mean, not one artist has have reached back mm-hmm. and just snatched up one. You know what I mean? Give yeah. give a CT artist a feature on a mixtape on some throwaway Something. shit. You know what I'm saying? Just thank you, Connecticut. Here's my appreciation for you. I mean, we got a bunch of DJs that can put together mixtapes or, or a bunch of producers that can put together mixtapes and they just don't. I feel like the biggest chance that we might have or might have had was like Big Mike, DJ Big Mike. Oh, back in the day. Back in the day, it was like, yeah. yo, you could have put, you could have put a fucking CT. Well, he, maybe he did, and maybe I didn't hear it. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it was like, yo, Big Mike was doing all that shit. You know, he was back and forth to New York, working with the Locks, all these other people. I'm like, yo, you could have did like something. Welcome to Connecticut mixtape, something to just shine a light. But you know, all these years later, we just it's little just, brother. Yeah, it's just uh. It's always going to be a money game. It's always mm-hmm. going to be a sales game. You know what I mean? So so no matter how much love you want to put on for somebody, if it's not going to sell or make sense or make you any money, then why are you doing it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what it is. That's why it was like a reason why I stepped up when I was at the station to do what I do there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because nobody wanted to do it and they didn't see any benefit of it. But me being from Hartford and really, really knowing these cats personally, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, these DJs is, like, I can't say far removed, but they, they, Kid Fresh is not from here. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Jenny's not from here. Buck is not from here. You know what I'm saying? Nancy's not from here. Like, you know that's what I mean? Like, these cats, this far, they that's far. another problem I have. <laughs> this, this far, they far removed, so they wasn't, like, really industries. Like, I grew up, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, from the mud, as they say, with, yeah. with a lot of these artists that, you know what I'm saying, was really trying to make it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not man. like on some, oh, I know you because you rap. Oh, I know you because you're on the radio. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. knock, knock, zoom, zoom days. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Really grew up. So now, yeah. as I see them and the struggles they're going through at the radio station, even though at that particular time, I'm still intern, I'm still street team, I'm not in my position yet. Mm. When I did mm. get there, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Now I'm fighting from the inside. Like, yo, we need to do these for the artists, da da da. Let me just do this. You know what? Let me do this show. Give me, let me run with this ball because now nobody has to bother y'all. Now y'all can just be like, yo, if anybody wants anything, like, fuck mm. it, send them the G. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, at least let me take that position from y'all so y'all don't have to worry about no. Send everybody to me. Like, let right. me be that thing. Let me be that dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was my way to help. But still, at the end of the day, you know what I mean? If you, can't sell it if it ain't really doing anything for you then it's kind of like here you go we just doing this to help you out artists but right we don't 
necessarily really give a fuck. Yeah. I didn't I, I had this question in my notes and I didn't want to get here as quick, but fuck it, we here. So <laughs> my now, bad. <laughs> but, so We got time. Would you try to keep me out already? No, no, nah, nah, not even. Nigga. <laughs> I'm just saying, so do how do I ask this question? Fuck it. Do like the people at the station look at like radio and what they do in the hip hop industry as like a job or are they there to shift culture? Because I feel like a lot of these niggas job. is up there to fucking collect job. a paycheck and go home. It's a job. It's a job. It's a job and it's not their fault. How? Hot nine three seven is not an independent owned radio station. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. When I was there forever young, you know what I mean? It was a CBS radio. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So understand that Hot nine three seven is not even independent station in its own building. There's four radio stations in there. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Again, it was owned by CBS at that time. Now it's Odyssey. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So there's always somebody to answer to. You know what right. I'm saying? For me, for any of the DJs, anybody, if we wanted to do something, we had to run the buck. That's the program director. You right. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He had to run down the hall and talk to somebody else mm-hmm. who was a representation of all four stations there. And he, he had to take that and run it up to New York, to the corporate office, and run something up there. You know what I'm saying? So right. when you have to go through so much red tape just to get a song played or just to try and do a new show or try and implement something, you know what I'm saying? Like, you start to lose the passion. You know right. what I'm saying? And then you just start to being like, yo... Let me just do let me just do whatever they tell him. It's a it's a job. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day you have a boss and he has an agenda and he has a boss that he has to answer to. You know what I mean? And then you know what I mean, record labels and all that other stuff pretty much run rotation radio and things like that because you have to, you know what I mean, mm. kinda like keep them happy because mm. necessarily they're the ones that's kinda like funding some of the stuff and everything. So it's kinda like you know what I mean, like a DJ, for instance. When they walk in the studio mm. and stuff like that, like most people not gonna know this, they can't play whatever they want at all. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm. They have a list of songs that they have to have hit. To play. You know what I'm saying? Mm. They might have a two three hour show. You know what I'm saying? And they might have two and a half hour worth of songs they have to play. Mm. So now they got like a half hour of freedom. You know what I'm saying? To really get busy. You, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how are you, how are we gonna be mad at DJ such and such? That in his half hour of freedom, didn't play. What he the fuck didn't we play to really here, but the pop hits. all CT artists or something like that. You know what I mean? Motherfucker played pop smoke for two hours. <laughs> yeah, <you're> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like when, and that's the thing about it. I think like the bigger artists get, you never hear the bigger artists complaining about the shit because it the bigger, them. the bigger you, it don't really benefit them. The bigger you are, the more you understand the game. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And you understand. You've been in the rooms. You understand the conversations. You know that they can't always do this and that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So you're not as mad at them. Brand new rapper out of Bridgeport, da-da-da, that thinks he has the hottest song and don't even personally know none of the DJs or don't even know how radio works. Mm-hmm. Even me in his position, I would be pissed. Like, yo, why aren't they doing this, this, and this? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Not understanding that they can't do this, they this, and this. That. You know what I'm saying? Not, not a single soul in that building. Not a single soul, even in the whole building, never mind at the station. Right. Really makes a call. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Buck is the program director. Yes. You know yes, what I'm saying? But so he's gonna control what he can control to a limit. You know what I'm saying? Because on top of him, there's two other people that's over him in the same building. Right. You know what I'm saying? Never mind leaving that building and then realizing you are one of like 300 radio stations that is controlled under an umbrella that is ran in a home office out of New York where are making calls. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when we get, I know you want to ask about my personal situation, but when we get in there, I'll revisit that 
mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, they're not thinking, oh, in the corporate office, let me help this Harford artist get on mm-hmm. or something like that. Let it's me help them about, out. Like, you know what I mean? Helping like, like local talent. It's just about shifting coaching, like making something that people give a fuck about and that people remember because, you know, for example, you know, if, if we if we want to go with New York, right? So we got Hot 97 and we got Power 105, right? Uh-huh. Always, like, you know, something's going on online where, like, uh, an interview goes viral, a moment goes viral, this, that, and the third, right? I've been waiting for artists to come here, talk their shit on Hot 937, it go viral. Something happens where it was like, we're not just getting a paycheck and going home. Like, the hosts actually have some personality. They show this personality. They go at these uh, guests that they have. They ask the hard questions. It's not like... I mean, I understand like keeping a relationship and building that and like just wanting to keep that, you know, relationship and shit. But it's like at some point we got to do something to stand out. It's like, what <laughs> what the fuck? Like, are you we can't. here to change shit or are we here to just collect a check and go home? I understand everybody got to feed their family. Yep. Everybody got a responsibility. I understand that. But at some point, when the fuck like has following the rules made like legends? Like we need nah. somebody. Somebody got to do somebody got to step out the box and do something. They can't, man. They can't. I'm sorry, this is an unfortunate situation. And take it from me, somebody that's been there. That's why we. I was there. That's from, why we podcast. I was there from 2002 to 2018, dog. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? If you really want, you know what I'm saying, a truthful answer, get it from a nigga like me that was there. It's damn near the inception of the station. Exactly. That was there. That actually came up the ropes. I was the first intern that mm-hmm. got put on the radio. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. so I'm like. As they say, from the mud, <laughs> like from yeah, the radio yeah, station, yeah. like I'm damn near from the mud, from the beginning, as you said. Mm. You know what I mean? And saw everything and been in those rooms and asked those questions because, unlike most of them, I didn't go to school for radio and stuff like that. So mm. I used to go in there and ask the same questions as the streets would because I was more familiar than that. Like, right. why the fuck aren't we doing that? Like, and then plus people asking me because I'm easier and more accessible, you know what mm. I'm saying? But I felt crazy because I didn't have the answers. So then obviously I would have to go there and start asking. And then that's when you learn more. And then that's when even, you know, people that's there, even they get like, man, that's whack, man. Well, yeah. Let me do what I got to do. I'm on the radio. Let me do my thing and then just go. Just you know what I'm saying? On. It's like crazy because. You don't feel I, like I was, defeated after that shit? Just like, yo. Let me ask you if you remember this. Do you remember? You probably don't. Do you remember when Jenny Boomer was working for Vlad? I remember she did an interview with uh Bobby Schmurda during her. While she was working at Hot Night through seven, I don't remember her exclusively working for Vlad. I remember like one interview though. But that's what I'm saying. So yeah. they they cut it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They stopped that because you're you're when you work for a big entity like that, you know what I'm saying? Like that and like just look online, like any of their social media, I bet you you'll never see them talk about any like touchy subjects or anything like that they'll never get into like but this be i i'm trying to explain (laughs) to you you know what i mean like down you you my man so you know so you know when i tell you i I, was never gonna be capped like you know what i'm saying i'm telling you every year they used to send the lawyers in we used to have to sit in a room talk about what we can and can't say and Mm. that our name our personality everything like that is a representation of the station so we have to keep it in this pocket you know what i'm saying because Blase block can happen from that, and it's not only affecting us personally; it's affecting them and their them, brand yeah. and the corporation the and all this dollar. other stuff. And like I said, like once you keep getting beat over the head like that stuff, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And kind of making it seem like your words and your your who you are as a person never anything like doesn't even belong to you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you work there, it belongs to them and it affects them and stuff like that. Then 
what you're talking about and the hopes and dreams that we all have here in Connecticut just unfortunately just can't happen mm. because of the way the situation is set up. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. Now, this is why this is the most controversial podcast. We gonna tell we gonna talk our shit. We you know talk, what I'm saying? And we tell stories. Ain't, and ain't no cap in my rap, man. I came here to say something. You know what I mean? We try to get down to the to the bottom of shit. You know, I just I talked to uh Brittany J recently. She used to work at My sis. High nine three seven. You know, we got a couple of things from her. You know, hope I'm, I'm just trying to get to the bottom of it. Just, I just want something to happen. Like I just don't want just this thing to be like a job. Like I want to shift coach. Like if we talking about representing Connecticut the right way and not be seen as like the preppy state, the richest state, and like state that has something to say, I just want something to change. But you know, I guess that's just a uphill battle. So. Matter of fact, let's let's fucking just get into your business. Um, <laughs> G Money, where you from? Hartford. Born and raised. Yeah. Now, how was it growing up in Hartford? Because you know, from what I hear about Hartford, you know, I'm from Bridgeport. Didn't spend the most time in Hartford, but what I hear, like in like my later years, shit get crazy up there, and it's easy to wind up in bullshit. So, how was it growing up in Hartford for you? Definitely. Well, the beautiful thing about my family that I go back and I thank them for every day is that. You know what I mean? After my mom and everybody else went through the bullshit, they were smart enough to move us to East Hartford. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. even, oh, excuse me, you know what I mean? Let me say like, yeah, they moved us to East Hartford. We got to go to school there so that we didn't end up in the everyday bullshit. But obviously all of our family and friends and all that stuff was still back in Hartford. So it was kind of like, you yeah. know, always back and forth was a three minute ride. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? It's easy to just cross the bridge and, you know what I mean? Just be back over there mm-hmm. and just see our cousins on that. Ave or Blue Hills or, you know what I mean, just wherever, you know, we formerly stayed or just where our peoples were, you know what I mean, Bose Park and all that other stuff. So mm. it's like, it it was cool to grow up and visit, but to be in the streets and all that other stuff was cool. But mm. the benefit that we had was we always got to go home the option to, go to home. East Hartford and go to a school where I knew we would get like a better opportunity. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Even just being five minutes away, just crossing that town line, you know what I mean, is a whole difference because, you know what I mean, I ain't go to school with a white person until I move to East Hartford. And like I said, right. five minutes away, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's why I love East Hartford. I always rep them because, you know what I mean, the divi- div- excuse me, diversity there, you know what I'm saying, mm. probably made me who the person I am today, you know what I'm saying? Because like I said, if you just grow up stuck in the hood, you know what I'm saying, being around the same people, never seeing any change or doing anything else like that, you'll have that same mindset and the same mentality. You know what I mean? It's good to have that duality. Yeah. You oh. got you gotta you gotta like see other races, see how they move, you know what I'm saying? See how they think, be around them, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know I know people don't like when I say this, but you need white people. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> for, for, like I, I, I grew up in Bridgeport. It was it was like a melting pot of people. Like I tell G all the time, like you know, he's K Verde. I thought K Verde, K Verdeans was Puerto Ricans for a while. So it was like you get. Oh, uh, K Verdean. Yeah, Yo, I went to college in Providence. <laughs> I never met one until then. Everybody kept thinking I was all, K Verdean. Boston, I was like, Yo, what Rhode the fuck Island, is that? all there, right? <laughs> I said, yo, pardon me, but what the fuck is a Kate Verdian like? That's why, yo, when you see people with like the last name Lopez, I'm like, they spelled your shit wrong. (laughs) Fucking shit Lopez. (laughs) Fucking Puerto Rican. Like, nah. (laughs) Exactly. Crazy. Yeah, my my, my mom, she tried her best to keep me out out of the street shit. So, you know, she grew up in that, you know, wild area of Bridgeport sometime in like the 70s and 80s and shit like that. She seen like all her cousins go to jail. People she went to high school get killed, you know, they get involved in the bullshit. She tried her best to like 
you know, keep me involved in like sports and shit like that. Right, just just right. to keep me out of it. But you know, I'm a teenager, just having to fall into the shit. And yeah, of course. Like, you know, it's it's there. It's very easy. Very, very, because it's right there. It's like when <laughs> when we moved out the hood, we didn't move that far from the hood. So everybody I went to fucking school with went straight to the hood, and I'm like two blocks off. I'm like, I'm not going home after school. I'm going with y'all niggas. Right. <laughs> so you know, it just happens like that. Um, um, shouts to Bridgeport, man. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure you know, like I'm spokesperson for Connecticut Against Violence. You know, yeah. which is based out of Bridgeport. You know right, what I mean? Right, so I right. spent a lot of time there doing the tours, talking to the kids Beautiful and shit like thing. that, and. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. south to Bridgeport. I love them like a home. Appreciate it. Um, Mom and Pops in the crib? Uh, no, they were never really together. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, Mom's had me young. Well, not too, too young, but she had me at 19. My dad was 21. You know what I'm saying? But my mm-hmm. dad's from Springfield. Mom's from Hartford. Okay. But then after having me and, you know, fighting with her mom, my grandmother, God bless her soul, and all that other stuff, you know what I mean? And that's when she decided to move back to you know, Georgia to Atlanta, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then join the army. So I okay. have four brothers from my mom and none of us is born in the same city mm. because she's in the military. military so yeah, I yeah, became yeah. kind of like a military brat at a young age, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, you know, from Hartford to Atlanta to, you know, my next brother was born in San Antonio and the one after him was born in Austin, Texas. And then mm. after that, my last brother, the youngest one was actually born in Germany. Germany. <laughs> yeah, on a, on a, on a military base out in Germany. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Fuck with him. It's <laughs> funny because I got married in Cancun. You know what I mean? Uh-huh, and he needed yeah. a passport and he couldn't get one couldn't get- <laughs> in the U.S. because he was he, he had to figure out some way to get to Germany, Germany yeah. and deal with the shit out. You know what I mean? So I was like, yo, it's kind of wild. You know what I mean? Crazy shit. Now, um, which came in your life first, uh, basketball or music? Good question. They both came from my dad, right? Mm-hmm. My dad's a drummer. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Heavy in the church, had a gospel group, you know what I mean? All that other stuff. So I seen it from there. His brother, my uncle, was a DJ. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I got in on that in heavy, but my dad also played ball. So right. you know what I mean? So I got to watch him do both. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. playing the drums on Sundays, you know, at church. At church. And things like that. And, you know what I mean? Just even on the weekends and stuff. Like old old school. Like if you know old school ball players, they used to do yeah. stuff like meet up at the park and then they'll play ball and like they'll bet like six packs and shit yeah, you know what like, I'm saying like, <laughs> so he used to like civvy right he like, like, yeah. used to civvy to like a further court by myself yeah. to go shoot and stuff like that but then they'll be going out and balling and doing their thing and then I always realize he'd be like he'd be pissed and be like yeah. man I gotta run to the store real quick <laughs> <laughs> and then realize he'll go out there and bring it back with somebody else and then you start to realize like Oh, nigga, you lost. Yeah, you? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Try that nigga. I know that shit. I, I know that look, nigga. Right. Oh, so we can't go to McDonald's now. Yeah, you yeah, mad, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it, it came at the same time, and I thank God for him because, you know I mean, obviously that's what kept me busy, kept me safe. You know mm. what I'm saying? And it's just crazy how radio came about just out of nowhere, but you know what I mean? Like, music and sports has always been there. Mm-hmm. Now, are you closer with your mom or your dad? Dad. Dad. I'm a junior. I'm definitely a daddy's boy. Okay, so that's where the prince comes from? Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, well the yeah. prince, let's, say, let's go to prince, right? Mm. Yeah, let's talk, right? This, okay, yeah. yeah. We, we yeah, talking. On, yeah, yeah, we yeah. talking. Yeah, talk, yeah, I don't got to rush shit, man. We talking, yeah, man. Come on, listen, man. <laughs> so here it is, right? My name since New Jack City came out has always been G-Money. You know mm. what I'm saying? My First off, my dad was Gary. I'm Gary. So it's always been G. You mm. know what I'm saying? Or Lil Gary or something like that. You know what I mean? So it's always been G. But once... 
New Jack City came out, it instantly became G Money, G -Money. because of that. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So now that's how everybody around the way know me, right? Right. Now we're coming about the time where I'm working at the radio station. I'm an intern, da da da. Now they throwing the idea at me of being on the radio. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Which I kept turning down. Like, nah, like, yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm on the street team. I'm on the streets. Like, this is what I do. You know what I mean? I that love me. I love doing this. Being I'm a people person, so I like being at the event, shaking hands, kissing babies, da da da. You right. know what I'm saying? But then it was like. You know, obviously, most people's favorite shows Martin and shit like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But like, just one night, I just came home and Martin was on, and you know, I mean, obviously, he was a radio personality, and for some reason, that shit just clicked. Like, it just hit me, like, mm. yo, I gotta do it now. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Martin did that. Shit. I gotta do it. Like, I just let me. It, they they throw me an opportunity that so many people came in the building to do. Like, so many. If you come into the radio station as an intern, mm. you want to be on the radio. Right. But that's the farthest from the thing that you'll be doing <laughs> when you yeah, come to do an internship. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. You'll be doing street team. You'll be hanging posts, going to events, doing mad other shit. Mm. Won't be even close to touching the mic. You know At what I'm saying? All. So I've seen so many people come through those doors, leave with the frustration and shit like that. And then like they're just trying to hand me the opportunity. Mm. So I kind of feel like I have to do it for them. Because if I do it, I knock it out. Then people after me would start getting an opportunity. You okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why I, I try and put that like pressure on myself. You know what I'm saying? And then I was always with Kid Fresh. You know, that's where the whole twin shit came from. I was always with him. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And then like in those car rides to clubs and wherever we were going, you know what I mean? You just kept putting game in my ear like, yo, you you messing up. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, yo, just take this opportunity that they're giving you. Let's run with it. I'm going to coach you up. We'll be good. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And... I legit learned how to be on the radio after the club. You know what I'm saying? Like, I used to be on the radio from 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Mm. Three Because they knew, like, hardly anybody was listening yeah, at like, that time. And I could sleep, go up yeah. there and really mess up and do what I got to do, but I could learn on a spot because I didn't go to school, you yeah, know, for this. Parents, I didn't yeah. do all the other stuff. So yeah. this was the best time to put me on the spot to learn. They just dumped me from 3 to 6. You know what I'm saying? But mm. I did it. You know what I'm saying? And I learned how to you know, run the boards and how to make everything work and stuff like that. But then it was time to like, okay, become a personality. Like, who are you going to be? Right. G-Money is a name that probably a million people have. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. you got to kind of like separate yourself. Got to make yourself Googleable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and Jenny used to always call me um, like the Fresh Prince. Used mm. to say, I always used to be silly like Will Smith and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So she used to call me that. You know what I mean? So it was always, it started off as G-Money, the Fresh Prince of the Heartbeat. You know what I mean? Mm. That's hard for the heartbeat. You know what I'm right. saying? That's how it started off. But obviously, that's way too long. Man, man, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not saying that. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so, obviously, the best thing to do is just chop it. And I became mm. G-Money the Prince. And that's something that I could actually trademark. You can't trademark G-Money. Like, G-Money, yeah, 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 no way possible. So, G-Money the Prince mm. is trademark. That's me. Like, okay. you could be all the G-Money you want. You put the Prince on the that motherfucker. You you're going to hear you gonna hear from somebody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> somebody got paid me for that shit. Dude. Right. <laughs> Never heard that story. Yeah, that's, that's, I like that. I never told that story. Oh shit! Look, look at this uh, fucking domino effect. Exclusive the domino name. effect, man. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe, maybe it's the Henny. Maybe it's me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but we here now. Nah, man. It's time to so, talk our shit, man. That's all. Words. Life so, is short, as you see. Yeah, man. As we saw in 2020, yeah, you know, life mm -hmm. is just fucking instant. So now, um, you start playing ball at what point? Um, you know, I always like. Played ball, they like played around in elementary mm. school and what all that. What do you think it's serious stuff. though? Um, first time, you know, my best friend, you know what I mean, in school, you know what I mean, and he wasn't even half the basketball player I was, 
and he came to me and he told me he that he just had trials and he made the basketball team and all this other stuff like mm. that. And I'm like, like nigga, if the you... fuck is you talking about? Like, <laughs> what basketball team? Like, the school don't handle team? Like, what are you talking about? And stuff like that. Then he had to explain to me right. that it was like a league. See, mm. that's the only bad thing about being like the big brother and stuff like that. Like, you don't have no information to get it from. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. So even though I'm the oldest, he was the youngest. So he had two other brothers that already went through it. You know what I mean? You. So his parents were already well-versed and knew what to put him in and all type of stuff. You know what I mean? Mm. Me, especially coming from Hartford over, you know what I'm saying? We didn't know a thing yeah. <laughs> about, like, East Hartford Park and Rex or any of that other stuff. You know what I mean? So, mm. you know, he actually told me that he was on the team, and then he had to find out. I think I went to, like, practice or something with him, and then they found out, like, it wasn't too late. Mm. You know what I mean? So then I, I got to, like, I guess be, like, a special draft pick or yeah. something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just tried now. Yeah, year, like, yeah, I think they had, like, a special tryout for me or something, and then they just, like... Team started fighting over me, mm -hmm. and, and then I just ended up on a team. But it started going from there. But I guess that was like sixth grade. So mm. I think once it came to like middle school, and like when I seen like the school had a team, you yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? And that, oh shit, like you travel and you get to play against like Harford, mm. and then Manchester, and then I found yeah, out like some of my boys from back there is like playing. Like you sign me up. You sign me like yeah. <laughs> like yo. You know what I mean? Like we get to tra like when you in middle school, yeah, and, and you get you to go on travel, a bus. Yeah, you get to travel. You get on a bus, bus you and you leave town. Fucking miss school or some shit. Yeah, like, you know yo, what I'm saying? We got tournament or like yo, we going here, there, right. everywhere. Like you and go. get to tell the girls like yo, you come to the game at the yo, school, whatever, like that. Like cheerleaders. What? Yo, you know what I mean? So fucking lit. That's when you know what I mean. That's when it really start to hit, mm. and then that's when you kind of find out like going to other towns and playing against other teams. Like oh shit, like I'm Oscar, all right. You know mm. what I mean? Like, I'm actually all right. Like, you know what I mean? Right, and then right. that's when, obviously, you get, you know, more into it. Mm -hmm. Like, when you find out you quote unquote good, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, it's about that time. Middle okay. school was like, yeah, this is lit. I like this. Okay, so you went through your whole high school career. You was playing on varsity the whole time? Yeah. I, d I did the freshman, you know what I mean, in the, in the JV, you know, obviously to help them up. But yeah. here's every urban school story, right? Mm. As a freshman, I got moved all the way up to varsity right away. Right away, yeah. Because niggas fell off the team. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, yo, this nigga's nice. Yeah. These motherfuckers is dumb. Yeah. We need somebody. Move him up. They didn't make the C rule. So <laughs> that's what we used to call it. used to be a thing in the school. It's called a C rule. Like you had to have like a certain grade point average. Like oh, pretty okay. much average out a C to be able to be eligible to be on the team. Mm -hmm. And something like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So then we named it the C your team because right. <laughs> you as they have that average C you. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're out of here. So that's exactly what happened. So I was like, man, nervous. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. I ain't, I ain't come here for this. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm killing the freshman. Right, right. Even killing JV when I move up there. But now, oh, you trying to put me in a big show. Like, this is nervous. Like, right, right. It ain't 30 people in the stands no more. Like, it's like a hunting something. Now yeah. I'm nervous. It's, you know what I mean? real so, shit now. Right. So I'm like, oh, boy. But, I mean, as a freshman, that was that. But, I mean, that's also the best medicine because now, obviously, you go freshman, sophomore. Now you're used to it. So now you flourish in it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, right. So now... Graduate high school. Now, do you go to Johnson and Wells because you just want to get the fuck out of Connecticut? Did they offer you a scholarship? <laughs> it was like I just want to be close to home, kind of, but still be out of here. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So here's a crazy story, right? I got different offers because I did different things. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I had an offer for a scholarship to go to Grambling to play the drums. Mm. Right. So when I thought that was a cool idea, first of all. Everybody back then in the 90s heard of Gremlin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Football was crazy. HBCU. You know what I'm saying? Like, back then, 
them and Howard were like the two big schools. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. On an HBCU trip. So I was really thinking about it, but then it really didn't hit to me like where it was. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like you just hear, <laughs> you hear about a school you and you Grambling, think it's so like, dope yeah. and all like, oh, Kremlin, da, da, da. And then you start to research like, where the shit at? Oh, shit, Louisiana. Yeah, no. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, shit. You know what I'm saying? And then, uh, then they started telling you like all the stuff that you need to do in order to have this scholarship and stuff like that. Like mm. you love those HBCU, you know, marching bands because yeah, they go to dance class. They you know do, what I'm saying? They, all this other wild they have shit. to study music theory. Mm. They do all this other stuff. And like prior to like everybody watching Drumline and all that stuff, like I was like legit Nick Cannon. Like yeah. <laughs> I didn't, re- I faked it till I make it. I didn't really right, know right. how to read music like that. I was just dope. You know what mm. I mean? So I technically could see quote unquote the white kids play it correctly yeah. and then pick up on that and then like you can't figure read like the music but it's just like you know I got ears and shit so yeah. it's like so you know, I, yeah. I got it you know what I mean I wasn't as bad where I can't read a thing yeah, you know okay. what I'm saying but I just wasn't my skill set didn't match my reading ability gotcha. you know what I'm saying yeah 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 so you know what I mean so then I was like yo that's probably too much you know what I'm saying there's <laughs> another thing people don't know I was all state track as well you know what I'm saying oh shit so Here's a dual scholarship offer mm. from UConn. Multi-talented. Come and play the drums mm-hmm. and run track. And run your ass off. Here's the thing about it. I hated fucking track. I just <laughs> happened to be fast. Just happened to be good at it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, again, in middle school, my gym teacher was like, have you heard of track? Like, do you know what track is and stuff like that? And I'm like, no. What are you talking yeah. about? You know what I mean? And he was like, I want you to come out to school and come run and mm-hmm. stuff like that. You know what I mean? So, I was just like always involved with it after that. Mm. I didn't necessarily like it. You know right. what I'm saying? Like I said, I just was good at it. You know what I mean? Right. Cool. I was not running track in college. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Miss me with that. And I know <laughs> and I know going to UConn, I damn sure wasn't making a basketball team. So, oh, nah, <laughs> you know dog. what I mean? Not even close. Like, I ain't even going to play myself. I'm yeah, not even man. at that level. So, let's forget about that one. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, I think the thing that I like about Johnson & Wells was going to Providence. Okay. Going to the city of Providence really is what won me over. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And the thing that was different about Providence, I mean about Johnson Wells, is like from every other school, it doesn't have a campus. You know what I mean? Technically. It's like a downtown school. Oh, okay. Got you. Got Johnson you, got you. Wells is downtown Providence. Oh, you know what okay. I mean? So my dorm was downtown Providence. So yeah, think yeah. about where everybody goes after the club. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like to all the eat spots and all the stuff like that. I could look out my dorm window and see it's popping after the joint, mm-hmm. throw something on, go downstairs, and like it's lit. Yeah. After, you know what I'm saying? Motherfucker like, just chilling at the, at the fucking let out. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And every club that was, I mean, popping, we legit could walk to. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I'm like, yo, this is really different. Like, yo, we really downtown. You know what I mean? No campus, no gated off, anything yeah, like yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, we really outside with it. You know what I'm saying? So mm. that won me over. And then, like I said, I knew I could play ball there. They didn't even have a track team. So I wasn't going to be forced to do that. You know mm. what I'm saying? They didn't have a band. I wasn't going to be forced to play the drums or anything like that. You know what I mean? It was just like, and they had a major that mm. I liked. Mm-hmm. which was uh, sports entertainment management. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I was like, damn, if I can't make it to the NBA, at least I could work for the NBA. That'd be I, super dope. I could be around this shit. Exactly. That'd yeah. be super dope. Like, I don't mind. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't kidding anybody. You know what I'm saying? Coming out of high school, I was 5'8", 156 pounds. Mm-hmm. Like, let's not kid ourselves. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I wasn't going to the league. 
Everybody can be mugs. <laughs> right. Everybody I wasn't can. exactly. Like, let's not kid ourselves. I was not. Spud I was not Spud. I was not yeah. Mugsy. I was like, let's not kid ourselves. I'm not even Earl scratching. Boykins, yeah, I'm not scratching like that. that surface. I'm not going to the league, but it would always be dope talk. What if basketball paid my bills? You know what I'm saying? Without mm. being in the NBA. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that was my game plan. I could still play ball in college like I always wanted to, a dream come true, and still make it so that the NBA paid my bills. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That was my that was my goal. That was my dream. That was your dream. And and it almost happened until two weeks before I graduated. So so you had a major in sports management. Yeah. And then you were about to work for an NBA team. Yeah. And then what happened? A fire. Like a so <laughs> like a fucking engulf something yes. fire? Okay. Yes. So I'm going to work for NBA team. When when you when you go to Johnson Wells to finish completely, you have to do what's called an externship. So everybody heard of an internship. So yeah. they have an externship, which is, X is like as you think is exit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So this is like you're leaving school, but you have to do this kind of like job thing. You know where you're working, legit working. You know what I mean? Mm. As kind of like an internship, but it's called externship as you're leaving. You know what I mean? So it's the last thing you have to do as you exit out. You right. know what I mean? And I had one lined up with an NBA team, and it was amazing. You know what I mean? They you were say gonna, a team or? Yeah. No, no, no. I'm not going to say that. Okay, no, gotcha. That's I, I'll, I'll be open, but that it still burns, so I ain't going to talk All about good, that All good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they had, they were going to fly us out there. They had a place for us to stay. They were going to pay us as extra interns or whatever like that. Everything was going to be absolutely beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Two weeks before I graduate, the, the head out there or whatever like that, the current interns that were in there had a big, we're done going away charade. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Burnt that bitch to the ground. <sighs> they burnt the apartment where they put all their interns down to the ground. That was a fucking part. So, they, yes. Yeah, tell me about it. Word. <laughs> like, man, I missed it too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, yo, I could have been there for that one. You nigga. feel me? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, then they come back to me and it was like, yo, still come do your internship do everything you're supposed to do, mm. but we just don't have a place for you to stay. Damn. So you have to come out here, find a place to stay, do what you got to do and stuff like that, but you can still do it, no problem. You know what I mean? All good for, like, probably any, like, other person that they had coming in, but for me, unfortunately, like I said, I was playing ball all through school and stuff like that. I wasn't working. I really didn't, I, you know what I mean? Definitely don't come from money and stuff like that, so right. I really didn't have the resources to make that happen. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, if I got that bad news probably like on a Tuesday, on Saturday, you know what I mean? God bless my soul. One of my big bros, you know what I mean, from back around the way, for some reason was just partying out in Providence. And I just ran into him at the club. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then he's telling me, he was like, yo, I'm working at the radio station, da, da, da. And I, you know what I mean? I've been in Providence. So I don't even know. I'm like, yo, what's 937? What is that? Like, right. I heard of James 910. That's what it, it used to be in Hartford. Yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean? The like AM station and stuff. And he was like, nah, nah, this is it. We got our radio station now and I'm working here and blah, blah, blah. What you doing at the school? Like, I could get you in there and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I was, and I told him a story about what happened and shit like that. And he was like, yo, we do interns too. Why don't you come do it there? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, man, I'm, I'm trying to do sports. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? But think about it. I, we don't have no sports team. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, we just yeah, got one. Exactly. So I'm like, 
Red Sox, they already got their interns all filled up. You know right. what I mean? Like, all the Boston teams are hit. New York teams are hit. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Because I'm, like, way past the deadlines to even try and get in there. So, mm. you know what I mean? I thought about it, and I was like, well, technically, our major is sports and entertainment management. You know what mm. I'm saying? Radio is technically entertainment. Right. You know what I mean? Let me bring this to my advisor and see what up. Mm. And he was like, yo, you know what? You'll be the first person to ever do anything in radio. Mm. Have at it. You know what I'm saying? So he gave me his blessings, and then I started my internship, and then I guess the rest is history. That's how they say, huh? Right. Right, yeah. That's, that's a fucking crazy turn of events. And I, and I think it was so dope for me, and why everybody loved me is because, like I was telling you earlier, most interns come in there, and they're disappointed. Mm. Because they went to school all their life to do radio. Mm. Finally got an internship at a radio station. And don't pan out. And couldn't even touch the studio. You right. know what I'm saying? Me. You know what I'm saying? Fun loving me. Right. was like, yo, we going where? <laughs> yeah. Are we doing what? Mm -hmm. What I got to do? You know what I mean? So, like, my mindset and my attitude was different. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Because, like I said, I love just being outside, being around the people. Right. You know what I mean? And then doing clubs and shit. Like, yo, I yeah. would normally have to pay to be here. You mean I'm... Working, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Working I'm at the station and shit like that. Like, what? Like, bitches around like... Gladly. Nigga, man. Gladly. What fuck is y'all mad about? You know what I'm saying? That's what I be looking at other tins. Gladly. Like, what did y'all tell you? Fuck it, give it to me. I'm, like, I'm lit, you know what I'm saying? So it was crazy. It was like, my attitude was different. I was fun-loving. You know what I'm saying? I'm not an ugly dude. You know what mm. I mean? So like, Talk your shit. The, the girls is on me, you know what I'm like Talk that. So shit. it kind of got to a point where it's like, different stores or different like things and clubs and like appearances we used to be they used to be like yo yo if you gonna send a street team mm. send that g money kid you right. know what i'm saying like they were like requesting me by name and shit you know like, what i mean like, like it kind of gave to look, the point we need that energy right you know what i mean so then it was kind of like the station and like the bosses and everybody else is starting to pay notice like yo this motherfucker yo you lit like you know what i'm saying working. like yeah like you lit like you know what i'm saying and then you know what i mean they fucking my personality and it was like yo you don't want to do radio? Nah. Shit, nah. nah. I mean, to me, I was like, yo, y'all stuck in a studio. You know what I mean? Y'all stuffy, y'all corny, nigga. Like, yeah, I mean, y'all some, <laughs> some offies, nigga. Like, yeah. I'm out here in the street. Like, people really fuck with me generally because I'm, you know what I mean? I'm they fuck here. with me. It's not like, yeah. oh, I'm such and such from the radio. You know what I'm saying? And you got to fake, like, yo, oh, yeah, yeah. You got to fake, like, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, if you fuck with me, you just generally do because I'm just on the street team. Like, you know what I mean? Right. So I kind of like built a name up that way. And then, like I said, they kind of felt like I was wasting my talent, <laughs> even though I didn't fucking. Team. Yeah, right. Yeah. Even though I didn't, you know what I mean, fucking have a, any type of education or licking or even a thought to even be in radio. But on your lap. I guess what they say, right? You want to hear, you want to make God laugh? Just tell him your plans. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So there you go. That statement is very true. Right. So now what was your first day cracking the mic like? Were you were you nervous? Were you apprehensive? Were you like, nah, I don't really want to do this shit? Were Crazy, just... nervous, and the good thing is, like, when you really start off, you start off in mixed shows. So mm -hmm. I guess that's the good thing is because, like, it's like you and I, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We're here having a conversation. We could bounce off each other. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You could kind of get lost in the microphone. Like, right, the right, mic right. is not really, like, you and I are talking right now. Yeah, exactly. We don't really have to have the microphone in front of us. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? We would be talking like this normally. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that's the good thing about mixed shows. You know what I'm saying? It's short breaks and you're talking. Now, when it's quote-unquote rotation radio, you know what I'm saying? That's when there's no DJ in there and it's just music playing and then you have like a 20, 30-second 
you know what I mean, window to get your thoughts out and mm. then and then segue into the next song and stuff like that. Now, that's like more technical, harder radio personality type radio. You know what I'm saying? So then that was more nerve wracking. Mm. But um, kind of crazy. Like my first time like doing a mix show outside of three to six a.m. joint was with Clinton Sparks. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. So you know what I mean? So obviously like. He ran a show. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he, was, yeah. he, he was the big dog. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, you know I what I mean? Yeah. Right. So, I just got to sit back and kick it and just be funny G and just hang with him. You know what I'm saying? So, mm. it was kind of like I just didn't have to mess anything up. You mm. know what I mean? So, it, it, it went well and then it just started going from there, you know? Start blossoming from there. And that's, that, that starts your 15 year tenure at the yeah. station. Craziness. Now, in the 15 years that you've been there, um, where want to take this? I guess in in the fifteen years that you've been there, did you ever have like the virus remorse? Where it was like, I don't think I'm supposed to be here, type of shit. Where it was like, I didn't want to do this. I didn't <laughs> sign up for this. It's just some shit that was like, hey, it was thrown in my lap. Might as well take it. Niggas that actually want it didn't get it. Went to school for it didn't get it. But it's just like. Y'all niggas wasn't good enough. I'm here though. Right. Have you ever felt like that in your 15 years there? I'm only going to say no is because my personality never changed. Okay. I never became Hollywood. I never got sucked in into the situation. And I think the first thing that Kid Fresh always told me, it was like, yo, I'm going to give you all this game. But the one thing I need you to promise me is that you pass it down. You know mm. what I'm saying? Okay. So, like, when I came on, you know what I'm saying, and I started to make a way, I started to become, like, not the role model, but, like, the big bro. Like, big, you know what I'm saying? I yeah. was, like, the example that you could make it for the rest of the street team. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So, you know what I mean? It was cast I took under my wing, like, little bros, and I got to see them flourish and come up. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So, you know, famously, of course, most people are going to know Michi. You know what I'm Michi. saying? DJ Michi. So that's obviously the one that most people are going to think of. They're waiting you to come of. on my show, nigga. I don't give a fuck if you got to promote something or not. I just want to talk to you. Like, what the fuck? Oh, you got to talk to me. I'll get him down here. Right. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? That's famously him. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, just go down the list. And even down to, you know, your Bridgeport boy, it's a Santo. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Got a lot of Santo. people don't know that. Santos DJ for Connecticut Against Violence. So while I was mm -hmm. doing all that stuff with him, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I was in the back door trying to get him at the radio station. You know what I mean? Because right. I didn't know him, obviously, before that. But mm -hmm. then I was like, yo, this motherfucker's dope. Right, right, <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? <laughs> and once the world gets to hear how dope he is, he's going to take the fuck off. And you know what I mean? I couldn't be more proud than my little brother. Him, Joey Franchise, Michi, mm -hmm. um, Ricky Tan. You know what I mean? Like, there's just a lot of people Got that Ricky Tan. call me big bro that, you know what I'm saying, that I help even mentor even just a little bit you know what i mean i don't take credit for nobody but you know what right, i'm saying just yeah, like even if i you know what i mean just put an arm around them to help them in the, in the game a little bit you know what i'm saying it's, it's just, just, just make the me guide so proud. Yeah. it's like yo i see you coming up in the game i want to offer you my two cents you know to make sure that you do xyz correctly just to just to put you on like the straight and narrow and yeah. yeah you know what i mean i couldn't be prouder as a big bro of what they're doing out here in the industry in the game and just the men that they became you know okay all right. So now, at what point does the Friday Night Show come about where you want to give these CT artists a chance to have their music heard and I guess just to be at the radio and just to get that look? Well, I mentioned it earlier. You know what I'm saying? Is that we needed something. You know what I'm saying? Because 
all these artists are coming at us crazy. You know what I'm saying? And I say us as a radio station. You know what I mean? Because mm. obviously we're not doing anything for them. They're not being heard. Why are we playing all these other artists and not even taking care of our home and all these other things? You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? Me, I was already on the radio at a time. That was Friday night club type shit, like from midnight to three. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I was like, yo, I'm in the best position. One, you know what I'm saying? I'm really out here in these streets. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I'm hosting clubs in New Haven, in Bridgeport. Like, I'm in places y'all not even in aside from Hartford. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, Hartford is obviously easy, but I'm like, even... I'm I'm doing club ice every Saturday in New Haven. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like I'm in Bridgeport. I know folks out there. You know what I'm saying? I'm really in PT. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I, I, I'm, I'm damn near East Indian. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you know what I'm saying? Like you know what I mean? Like I'm really out here. Like you know what I'm saying? Like just give me the ball and y'all get the fuck, fuck out, out the way. way you know what I'm saying? I so move, nigga. You're right. You know what I mean? Like let me just take this problem off y'all hands. And mm. that's how I sold it. You right. know what I'm saying? There is a clearly a problem. Let me hint. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm. And um, you know, finally, and it wasn't any apprehension on Buck. He was with it 100. percent mm. You know what I mean? But like I said, it was just red tape. It was about him sending it up the ladder and finally getting that approval. Mm. You know what I'm saying? For a show, one whole hour. And and, and I know people are thinking like, man, it's just an hour, but. In a radio world, my life. in a radio world, you don't really realize how many spins that is, and you know what I mean. How mm-hmm. many, how much record labels are like, you know what I mean, cringing to get an artist in every hour and stuff like. You know what I mean. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. while we're thinking like an hour, and that ain't nothing. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. is. You know what I'm saying? Like labels and A and R's and all that stuff is like fighting and clawing over trying to get somebody in that hour. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So finally, he got it cleared. And I think the only reason you got it clear because obviously I'm on at midnight, you know what I'm right, saying? Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Obviously you could kind of like tuck it away even on a Friday night. But for me, it was something. And it's Friday night. It's Friday, yeah. At midnight. And a yeah. Tuesday at midnight. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So niggas is out niggas in the club out. or doing anything anyway. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I thought, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to have some ears on me. And more importantly, whenever I have an uh, artist, I'm going to come up here and interview and things like that. They're going to have their peoples listen. You know what I mean? Mm. The jails always got me. You know what I'm saying? They don't got shit else right. to listen to. So, exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm always going to have them there. So I'm going to have some ears. You know what I mean? So it started as the Friday night spotlight. It was me and DJ Hawk. And pretty much what we did is exactly that. We dedicated that whole 12 o'clock. Well, I think we did it 1231. Like we dedicated that whole time for them to come up there. We used to interview the artists and play three of their singles. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And we ran that for about a good two or three years. Okay. But as you know, running anything a good two and three years every Friday, you're going to start to run the well dry. Right. You know what I'm saying? And we don't have that many talented artists <laughs> to keep the interest going. Yeah. So even me, someone passionate that started the show, I kind of got tired of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm talking to artists, like, don't even deserve to be up here, but I just needed somebody yeah, I was to find gonna, it. You know what I mean? I was going to ask you that. When that show ended, were you happy to not hear as much whack music anymore? <laughs> <laughs> going back and thinking about it, like at I, the time, it was an amazing concept. You know what I'm amazing saying? Amazing concept, but it's just like, we don't have it for you niggas. <laughs> it's like, it's like... I. I hate a lot of these niggas' music, first and foremost, right? 
It's only well talk your shit, there, guys. It's, it's a handful of niggas that <laughs> I actually like. I like that can rap. They're doing something new, innovative that I haven't <laughs> seen before. That can actually like make it on like the big stage, right? Yeah. Eighty five percent of these niggas I don't like to ask to be on the show, ask for an interview. I'm like, nah, I don't like your music. I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. So when you and you you did this at in in like what year? This was like I want to say two thousand. <laughs> Well, to wow. 2000. Yeah. Damn, man. That's, wow. Fifth, no. Man, 14, 15, something yeah, like yeah. that. Do your homework, boy. You know, this shit better than I do. Um, yo, G, he don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> yo, he, yo, he <laughs> don't know me, dog. <laughs> so, Damn. Um, that era of music wasn't the best. There's a lot of copycasts, a lot of like people still trying to find themselves. And like the prominent artists aren't, I'm saying they aren't looking for radio, but they aren't as forthcoming to wanting to come to the radio because they i mean they they've they probably already had that look you know it doesn't benefit them to come on like the midnight show on friday it was like nigga i'm already somebody i'm moving fit like i'm I'm somebody right. like you know and I, I, I think going back that was a, a problem like if i could go back and turn it around like i was so i finally got the green light right mm. and i was so gung-ho on making sure the shit worked and that it was successful that it could last mm -hmm. that i kind of like I let's just say I bust too quick. Pause, <laughs> right. pause. You know, pause. You know what I'm saying? So I had like all the heavy hitters yeah. off the top. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So as you said, I had Rue Williams. I had Mook and Fair. I had Oscar Black. Obi Oscar Black. Black. You know what I'm saying? Shout I had Oscar Black, yo. <laughs> I don't know what happened to you, brother, but shout out to you. <laughs> you feel me? Like, you know what I mean? I had the far cities and you know what I mean? Like far anybody City, yeah. that was just making any type of noise, I kind of had to run with them to get the fact that people yeah like to know get people like listening like get, yo, get them listening to let them know it's here on this show yeah to let them know like the show is here mm. you know what I'm saying and it's gone you know what I mean if mm. I was a smarter man back then I would have had two really really known acts already mm. and then scaled it back and did like two like kind of up and coming you know what I mean like yeah, I, you gotta... I ran a well dry way too fast you know mm. what I mean. Now did you ever think about getting artists from like other places maybe like ha have them traveling here maybe like a Boston, maybe like the outskirts of New York. I type of thing. I kept it in earshot. In earshot for nine three seven is up to Western Mass, mm. just about the Rhode Island like town line. You know what I'm saying? Over to even Long Island because mm. it bounces off the Long Island sound, the signal, and then people in like Riverhead, Long Island, and places like that can hear the radio station. You know what I mean? Right. So I started obviously after I took there of Hartford, New Haven, Bridgeport, Waterbury, Long Island, New London, like you know what I mean? All those places there. Then I was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to have to reach out to Springfield. I'm mm. going to have to reach out to Rhode Island. I'm going to have to reach out to Long Island just to, like, you know what I mean, pique the interest and stuff. And I think that's doing that is what made it last, you know, three years mm. because now it was like new interest. Now I'm now I'm telling like CT like, all right, Long Island coming up here. Let's see yeah. what they talking about. Like I gotta tune doing. in and see what they doing out there. You know what I mean? So mm. you know what I mean. And then once I got tired of it. By that time, Hawk had moved on to another show, and mm. now I had the goal of getting Michi on the radio with mm. me, and then I, I finally completed that goal, but I didn't want to have him stuck too long yeah. doing something I started with Hawk. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's kind of like we had the idea of when you think about radio and stuff like that and you hear new music, it kind of sounds good to you because the first time you ever heard it was like in a mix show. You mm. know what I mean? And, like, you know at 5 o'clock Craig G is on the radio and he's doing his Red at 5 mix show. You know right. what I'm saying? And you're 
you just know I'm going to put it on because I know he's going to do what he do and I don't have to worry about a thing. Right. Right? Mixed shows on every radio station is always going to be the best thing. Yeah. That fucking ride home. Yeah. yeah. So I kind of got the feeling like it's like, yo, people started not to tune in at 12 o'clock because they knew I was going to have an artist up there. Mm. I was going to interview them and play only their music. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So unless you came specifically to hear such and such, everybody else, it didn't matter. You don't give a fuck. Right? Like, think about a birthday flyer, like, at a club and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. Like, it's only going to matter to him and their people. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? To everybody else, who the fuck is Marcus? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, why the fuck am I coming to the club? Like, who is this nigga? You know what I'm saying? Who is Asia? (laughs) Shout out to Marcus and Asia. I don't... (laughs) I don't know why y'all caught that straight, but shout to y'all. I'm sorry. I was thinking some nah, things. You know what I mean? But, nah, but, you, but you know but what I'm saying, though, right? Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, to everybody else, like, that doesn't draw me to your club. Yeah, you know right, what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, who the fuck is these people? You know what I'm saying? So I kind of had that same feeling. It's like, yo, we keep bringing in these people and trying to beat people in the head over it. But unless they know them, like, who gives a fuck? Gives you know what I'm saying? Right. The real thing is if we can hide. The best thing to do, if we can, like, Sneak attack people mm-hmm. if we can hide it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I was like, yo, let's do a mix show. But it just so happens to be all CT artists. Okay. You know what I'm saying? All 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 these same artists in the same air shot from Long Island to Rhode Island to Mass, so all this other stuff that we've been doing, mm. but just helping out one person each night. We could do a mix show. And mm. now all these people are getting love every Friday night. You know what I'm saying? So now if you came to hear just one person on a Friday night, now you could just put it on and just hope to hear your the artist that you came to hear for, and you might just fall in love with another song from somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then if you are a casual listener that doesn't know what's going on and you just jumped in your car on the way to the club or whatever like that, mm-hmm. all you hear is a mix show. Yeah. With dope music. Mm-hmm. You still hear DJ scratching, you still hear the drops and all that other stuff. You hear, hear us going crazy. Right. But even you, you get lost in the fact that, or you just don't even realize that, all this dope music you're hearing are from your neighbors. They're right. from here in CT. You know what I'm saying? Like that. But we're just not beating you in the head with it. Mm-hmm. So now it went from the Friday Night Spotlight to the Up Next show. Up Next, yeah. And the Up Next show was exactly that. It was just us still playing those artists, still showing them love, but just hiding it in a mix show. Still mm-hmm. a dope hour of music, but you just getting lost in translation. Like, yo, this is a dope mix show. And then it was kind of like, yo, who was that? Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, shit. yeah. He from Bridgeport? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's crazy. You know what I mean? School with a sister. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. So it's like, yo, I know okay. <laughs> oh, he real. I got to start looking into dude because mm-hmm. I heard him on his mix show. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I thought it would be better than that than just like pressuring people to sit there and listen, interviewing somebody that they never fucking heard of. Yeah. And then beating them in the head with three of their songs. Yeah. Where we could be using that time more wisely. <laughs> and just taking, instead of taking care of one artist a night, now we're playing like... 13, 15 artists yeah. in one hour. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I've been I've been lucky enough to have people sit in these seats that can actually talk. But sometimes when you get an artist <laughs> that hasn't had any like formal training, it's like, yeah, I'm going to the radio station. That means I got to fucking talk. But they don't know how to fucking hold a conversation mm-hmm. or use certain keywords or they keep hanging on this anchor word and shit like that. Right. I've, ha- I've only had that ha- happen a handful of times. <laughs> Luckily... I'm just so lucky. <laughs> but other other times, I'd be like, yo, this is fucking mind-numbing. Right. And then I got to play this nigga's music, and then I got to, like, tell him, like, oh, I don't like this shit, though. <laughs> right. But, you know, live and you learn type shit. 
Definitely. So now, up next show, and I guess what I want to get to is like, okay, so up next show happens. That's going for well, it's still going now. So you're doing that, and at what point do you feel like this may be coming to an end? Where where's like me being on radio? Yeah, you being on a radio might be coming to an end. Never. Never. I was it wasn't supposed to end. If it was still up to hot nine three seven, I would still be there. So what exactly happened? If if so, if, if you can get into it without getting niggas in trouble, without hurting feelings, and there ain't no exactly feelings happened? to hurt. I told the story and I could tell it again. You know what cool. I mean? It's my story, you know what I mean? So here's the thing. I've always been one to help the artist. You know what I'm saying? So right. even aside from the radio, I always used to do these showcases. You know what I mean? And these showcases were again to give these opportunities. Cause like I said, we're missing opportunities and information. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, even though I'm giving opportunities on the radio, I wanted to give real-life opportunities. So, you know, me and a fellow promoter, my man Frank Nino, he's from Springfield. You know what I'm saying? So, we wanted to do kind of like a CT versus mass, kind of like, I can't say a freestyle conversation, but I it's like a, a bar, like a bar competition type thing. You know what I mean? So, yeah. you know what I mean? We did that, and it was super dope. Now, the winning team, the winning team, either CT or mass, mm. right? The winning team was going to go to New York and rap for DJ Self. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then out of those, I think we had like seven people on the team. Like out of those seven, mm. DJ Self was going to pick one, his favorite one. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that one artist out of the seven was going to go up to Shade 4-5 mm-hmm. and now be interviewed and play the music and all that other stuff on, you know what I'm saying, on Laura Sears' show mm-hmm. on Shade 4-5. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it was a dope opportunity. So it was like multiple levels of winning. You know what okay. I'm saying? So obviously we won as a state of Connecticut. You know what I'm saying? So we won that. So then now we had the opportunity to go to New York. Mm-hmm. Now, it just so happens that, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't going to be like another showcase or anything like that. The way that that particular promoter had to make it happen was mm. he had DJ Self at his strip club. Mm. You know what I mean? So what was going to happen was DJ Self... Before he went on, I think he started his set kind of like at, let's say, 2 o'clock. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But he was going to tell him, hey, come at 1 o'clock. Because between 1 and 2, we could do this whole rap thing. And then you could do your set at 2 o'clock. And then you could do your thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, let's just say he didn't come at 1 o'clock. You know what I'm saying? Niggas. So the artists were supposed to be Niggas. there. They they told the artists to be there like around 11 o'clock. You know what I'm saying? So the artist is already sitting there at 11 o'clock and he just had to, you know what I mean, enjoy themselves in the strip club, if you will, until like 1 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Well, then 1 o'clock came and went and then 2 o'clock comes in and he DJs and he does his thing. And then now by the time it's time for niggas to rap, it's like 4 in the morning. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let me just say this first and foremost. I was there as supportive, but I wasn't there to get paid the host as BG money and stuff like that. You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But once I came... I came just because I wanted to make sure these artists were straight. Mm-hmm. Once I physically, with my eyes, saw DJ Self walk in the building, mm-hmm. I said, what up to him? That's my mans. Da-da-da. We did what we supposed to do. We took pictures, all that other shit. I bounced. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like I said, it's a two-hour ride. I didn't have to be there. <laughs> you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? My wife is at home pregnant at this particular time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I know the artist is straight because my man Frank Nino that I did the event with is there. You know what I'm saying? They ain't good hands. I left. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, like I said, everything happens. By the time I get home, it's about 4 a.m. 
and they're telling me just now, oh, we're about to start rapping now. So I'm like thinking to myself, like, damn, good thing I left because, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Four and then they did all that. By the time I got home, it'd be like seven in the morning, whatever. You know what I mean? So, so whatever. Like they go down and do what they got to do. And he rapping, they pick a winner and all that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. One of the artists that didn't win, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Decided it was a good idea to go on like Facebook Live or IG Live. I forgot what he did it on. You know mm. what I'm saying? Kind of shitted on the whole experience mm. of being in New York and stuff like that. And then started making it more personal, mm. talking about me. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Being like, oh, G Money couldn't even, he didn't even, fucking, he couldn't even stay. Da da da. He just left. Da da da. And all this other shit. And, Da, da, da. And then they started getting into moving off of me and then started talking about the radio station. Station, yeah. Radio station don't support CG artists, da, da, da. Started taking like polls and mm. going in and started talking about all this other stuff. So when you start talking about me, that's one thing. When you start talking about the radio station and it starts oh, going up and then this other ears start hearing it and all this other stuff and like mm. that. So then now they bring me in the office to find out what happened. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I tell them the whole story. From beginning to the end, you know what I'm saying? Like, I had nothing to do with the New York event at all. You know what I'm saying? This is the CT event. Look at the flyer. It says, my company, Money Nim, all over it. It says, hosted by G Money. It's all put together by me. Now, mm. look at the New York flyer. Does it say G Money or Money Nim or anything, any of it on there? No. Mm. It doesn't even fucking say the CT artist on there, right? Right. No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It just says that <laughs> this is the joint, and they're coming up there. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, I explain all that. They're like, cool. So... In the meanwhile, this is probably like, again, like that happened over the weekend. So this is probably like Tuesday when I had to come in the office and explain this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So now, again, all throughout the week, like I'm talking about motherfuckers talking about me, making memes, going crazy, mm. like just because they getting attention to buzz off it. Yeah, so they yeah, never yeah. got as much attention ever in their life, but they mentioned me. You know what I'm saying? Boom. Mentioning the radio station. So now all these lights on them, they loving it. They doing it for the clout. They going in. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Me, I took the... I can't say I took the upper the hand. You know what I'm saying? The high road. I did make a live video going back at them. You know what I'm saying? I didn't give them clout. Uh, clout. I didn't get say their name. I didn't say anything like that. Sometimes but you gotta be petty, dog. But anybody that knew, knew I went up there and I was talking back about them. And, and pretty much it wasn't even going at them. It was kind of like defending myself. Mm. First, the whole video was like defending myself. And then the rest of the video was like, yo... Where y'all from? What kind of man are you? You got my phone number. Like, you know what I mean? You're going to go on right. IG and just talk about me instead of just calling me. Like, who raised you? You don't got no right. pops and shit. Like, I, I started, I, now Now I started getting petty. Yeah. Now I started digging in. Like, now the Harford yeah. started coming out of yeah. me a little now, bit. You now, know what I'm saying? Now, 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 right. now I'm fucking offended. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, so now, like, all this happens, right? Mm. And it's Saturday. And where am I? I'm in Bridgeport, right? Mm. I'm doing a club out there. I'm in um, damn, I forgot the name. Was it Tiascos or something? What, what, what was Tiago's. Tiago's, yeah. Yeah. I'm in Tiago's, right? Day 26. Mm. My brothers. Day 26. Me and Mitch had them in Tiago's. You know what I'm mm. saying? Mitch Beast, my Nothing brother. Mitch. You know what I mean? Brother for life. We had them at Tiago's, dog. Mm. Obviously, there's a show for the ladies. Right. How did it happen that two rappers that have been talking about me that happen to be from Waterbury Wind end up, up at the club? And stuff like that. You know what I mean? Right. Again, the Harford in me comes out like, these niggas trying to catch me slipping. Yeah. Right? They think because I'm an hour away from home, I'm not in Harford, I'm in Bridgeport, these motherfuckers trying to be funny. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? 
forgetting again, Bridgeport is a second home. Right. One and two, I never go anywhere alone. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I have people's with me anyway. You know what I mean? That nigga's a whole East India. You, you feel me? <laughs> so <laughs> legit. You know what I mean? So you know what I mean? I mean, cats all know me in there, crazy and stuff like that. So right. again, I probably could have took the high road. But, I probably could have left it alone. But but I seen them. I walked up behind them. I put my arm around each of them and kind of was like genuinely asking them to talk that same shit right now. Keep that same energy. Keep that same before before energy. keep that same energy was a, thing, was a thing, I was asking them to keep that same energy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I kind of like, remember then um, Friday after next, Damon. Oh, Wait, yeah. he had both of them niggas in the headlock. Yeah. <laughs> Get your titty off my face. <laughs> titty off my shit. Right, right. You know what I mean? I, I kind of had him in that type of position like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So obviously they like try to push me off him and stuff like that. And the commotion started. Yeah. Like I said, my peoples was there. But then security noticed it was me. And security came over there fast and got them out to the club. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Came and got me. And we went outside. And it was like, yo, what's up? Da, da, da. I kind of explained what was going on and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Whatever. You know what I mean? They was like, yo, G, what you want to do? You know what I mean? We give, we, give, we give you options. You know what I mean? Even see they out the club, they could go home, whatever. You know what I mean? Two, you know what I'm saying? We'll fuck them up for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Three, y'all squash the shit, let them back in the club. You know hey, what I'm saying? They might have a good night, but... Me? Petty me once again. <laughs> I was like, yo, you know what? <laughs> but... <laughs> Let they asses back in the club. I want them to see me on stage, me and VIP popping bottles going crazy with the artists and stuff like that. While they stupid asses standing in the crowd. No mm. bitches, no nothing. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I was like, yo, you know what? Fuck it, yo. Fuck y'all. Yeah, I ain't shit anyway. And I put my hand out to squash it. I was like, yo, we could, right? Mm. The dude was like, nah, he ain't shake my hand. Mm. I was like, all right. Cool. That's like strike eight, motherfucker. <laughs> eight. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, eight. I don't play baseball. You don't like eight, yeah. nigga. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I lost count. So we go back in the club. Go throughout the whole club. I said exactly what I was going to do. You know what I mean? Obviously, I'm hosting. I'm on the mic. I'm going crazy. You know what I'm saying? Right. We in VIP. Me and Mitch, we going crazy, popping bottles. We doing what we do. You know what I'm saying? Got ladies, nothing but ladies, VIP. We doing what we supposed to do, what we normally do in the club. You know what I'm saying? Like, we were. I came here to do a job. It don't matter who's in there. They was going to affect what I came here to do. Mm -hmm. I was good. You know what I'm saying? They were standing in the corners like offies. The losers that they were. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And I had people, they don't even know they was there, and I just had people randomly walking by where they were just to kind of hear their conversation, see if they were plotting just anything. You know what I'm saying? Right. So nothing. So the whole club is over now. You hear me, Domingo? Over. They mm. ain't say a word to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm. A word to your boy. You know what I'm saying? But then I was, the end of the night, I'm standing on a little stage area. You know what I mean? Blase blah, girls around, whatever. We chilling, we going crazy. You know what I mean? And they kind of walk up close to the stage and it was like, yo, fuck you. We're going to keep talking about you. Da, 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 blah, 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 all that shit. Like, try to say that silly shit, like, because they figured I was on yeah, stage yeah, and everything yeah. like that. But again, forgot I was with people. Mm-hmm. Forgot I had Bridgeport people in there. Da, da, da. So as soon as they saw that, one of my men saw it. As soon as he turned around to walk away, you know what I mean? Chaos. KO. You know yeah. what I mean? Laid him out. You know what I mean? And then, like I said, it was like, Here's the thing. <laughs> I, here's the thing, right? It was unfair for them, you know what I mean? But it was let's just say it was a lot of people against the two of them. You know what right. I'm saying? So it didn't necessarily go so well for them. Yeah, you I know mean, what I mean? Obviously, yeah. So 
Yo, they couldn't even wait to the next day, bro. Like, they got on social media again that night. That night. And was like, yo, G Money from Hot 937 sent this goons after us. Da da da. They, they jumped us. Da 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 da. So not only were they once again doing it for the clout, dog. Like, yo, I didn't throw not one punch. They wouldn't even let me out the club. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, security was like, yo, we can't let you in this shit. Da da da. Just stay in here. I was like, you know what I mean? But. Not only did they do that for the clout, but they tried to sue the radio station. Mm. So, again, let's talk about this, right? If Hot 937 was an independent radio station, I would still be on there to this day. What? But <laughs> when you start talking about lawsuits, you don't sue Hot 937. You sue CBS Radio. Exactly. You're trying to sue CBS Radio. You sue CBS. Yes. You know what I mean? Now, CBS. Now we're talking about money, money. Channel 4. <laughs> like, yeah, you know what now, I mean? Nigga, now, like, we talking about, we, you know what I mean? Now we talking about, now. now, okay, listen, now you talk about CBS. Now you talk about Viacom. Mm. Now you talk, like, you know what I mean? Like, so it just keeps going up and up and up. And you think, you know what I mean? Of all the things that they own, mm. all the people that they deal with, all the radio stations, all the TV stations, all the, you know what I mean? Mm. All the personalities. They want a part-time radio personality that's not under contract in Hartford, Connecticut mm. to have them in the lawsuit. Oh, no. You know what I'm saying? So the easiest and the best thing that they could do was like, hey, let them go. Let them go. You know what I mean? And they did. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it was like employee number eight, three, seven, nine, one, yeah. four, you know what I mean? So it wasn't like, yo, that's G-Money in the prison or anything like that. So there was nothing that Buck or anybody at the local office could really do mm-hmm. because it kind of got out of their hands once it got up so high when you start talking about lawsuits and shit like that. So, right. you know what I mean? But like I said, if it was a local thing, I would still be there. It's still family. There's still. no bad blood with any of them. You still see me with them all the time. You still see me working with them all the time. Mm-hmm. We're just not on the radio together, unfortunately. Now, now, do you regret any of that? Because nah. it's it's not even like your job was in question, but I feel like your manhood was in question. There you go. So There you uh, go. Okay. And that's why I don't, because I could probably look at myself in the mirror and just be like, you didn't go out by, you ain't go out like no hoe. Yeah. You didn't overreact. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't like I heard niggas talking and then we found out where they live and we ran up in their house. And right. shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, you know what I mean? But if a nigga come to your job, because mm-hmm. technically that's my job. Yeah. I was paid to be there. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? The host, co-promoter, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's my job. Everybody mm. knew I was going to be there. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, if you come however far that takes to get from Waterbury to Bridgeport, you know what I'm saying? 40 minutes. Just to show up to somewhere where I am, mm. you know what I'm saying? You technically came to my job looking to start some shit. You know what I mean? It's like, you you could have came to the radio station yeah. on that same type of energy. You know what I mean? So... What what is a man to do? You know what I'm saying? Right. I, and then again, like I said, I didn't even get my hands dirty. Like if if I was the one that punched and broke his jaw, you know what I mean, slammed him and stuff it, like yeah. that, like you know what I mean, then I would gladly. I wouldn't even have to wait for them to, you know what I mean, tell me anything. I would have went. I would have drove right to the radio station after gave the me fight. Your badge, all that. Yeah, shit. right. I would have <laughs> left all my shit on the counter, got myself up my mailbox, and then be like, yo, by the time you hear this story, I'll be gone. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like don't even worry about it. You don't even have to fire me. You know what I mean? I'm mm. good. But I ain't I didn't get a chance to do anything. You know what I'm mm. saying? I'm mm. be, I'm gonna keep it again. You know what I mean? We on the domino effect. You know what I right. mean? This is where we talk our shit. Right. If I had the opportunity, I would have. I was that hot. You know what I'm saying? We all get that. I was that ready to go. You mm. know what I'm saying? I, I think security there at Tiago's once again, you know what I'm saying? For m- 
they're physically keeping me inside the club, mm. holding me hostage, let my little crazy ass couldn't go outside and get into any more shit. You right. know what I'm saying? But like I said, I had so many people out there, they already had the situation handled and shit, but still, you know what I mean? I, I The only thing I regret is that I still got fired mm. and I didn't get to even get one off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you ain't... You, like, damn, like, yo, let me fucking, like, like... Tell your side of the story. Not even that. No, I didn't yeah. mean that. Like, oh. I, if I get fired, I want it to be worthwhile. Like, oh, you know what I okay, mean? Gotcha, I ain't even gotcha, get gotcha. to throw not one punch. Like, yeah, yeah, you want you know to be mean? worth something. Like, yo, right. if, I, if I'm gonna get fired, I might as well go with a bang now. That's what I'm saying. And I, I didn't get that opportunity to. But like I said, I mean, it's still love all the way from Buck, the bosses, all the way down to... Anybody that's at the radio station, we all still family. It's been, it's I, I've been here way too long for it to be like on some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Right. So now, fifteen years down the hole, over just like like a hot damn, moment. bro. Damn. I'm, hey, it is what it is. Right, okay. So damn, man. Like, you if, you had, all if, right. if you had anywhere for like cut more me even like, deeper, <laughs> me. God you had anywhere for more than like five years, they give you like certificates and shit. They celebrate you. Like, oh shit, my nigga, you been here. You like the OG here. You tell us what to do. Like yada yada blah blah blah. So now, fifteen years, you know, it happens. You know, tragically like that. You don't get to, you know, I guess get your like send off like you want, but it's like. CBS, I had that whole hierarchy shit, boom. So now, what's that first day after saying Hot 97? Because I know your wife don't want to hear that shit. It was like, nigga, you got in a fight and got, you lost your job? What the fuck are you supposed to do? Like, what's that first day? Like, I'm used to this routine of going to the station, seeing my people, Jenny, Meech, so on and so forth, and I'm just home. Like, what's that first day like? I was crazy. <laughs> and I say crazy in a good way. Like, okay. I used to be on Friday at midnight. So I used to do what I do, what I do during the day and shit like that. And I used to always take a nap. Mm. You know what I mean? Even like an hour or two. I'll go to sleep like at like 9 or 10. <laughs> and then yeah. wake up at 11, get dressed, and get then dressed run to the station and stuff there, yeah. like that. You know what I mean? I want to get some type of rest. Because I had to be on midnight to 3. And then turn around uh-huh. and then come back and be in the radio and be on from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. You know right. what I'm saying? So... And then obviously Saturdays were always busy and stuff, so I really ain't really getting no rest like that. So I used to always take a little cat nap before the station. But right. I mean, the first time that I took my cat nap and didn't have to wake didn't up, have to do like, shit. <laughs> I, I didn't set my alarm and I still woke up at the time. Like you know, I just feel pretty good. <laughs> oh shit! You know what I mean? And then as a part timer, I was on every holiday. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Every da da da. Anytime that the full timers weren't on, they had it off because they're a full timer. Mm. That means the part timers had to step in. Me, Big Reg, Erica Lynn, Tony Gaz, like you know what I mean. Mm. So that means us. We had to fill in for those shows. So now on Christmas Day, I didn't have to cut my day short just to go be on the radio at six o'clock and shit like that. So now I'm like, damn man, I feel yeah, bad for feel, my own yeah. compartment. Yeah, but yeah. I love shit like i get to enjoy my whole holiday like i don't gotta yeah. cut it short or just tell family that i'll see you the day after or anything like because mm-hmm, I'm, I'm working because i'm working like that part felt good and here's the thing to this day and i mean just yesterday run into somebody else you know what i mean mm. people don't know i'm not on the radio hmm. let's be honest Surprise. radio is not as veered as it used to be Right? That's on my list, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, right? Let's just keep it a, a thousand. So, let's keep it a book. So, so, you know so, so is radio a dying medium? No. It's, no. it's not going to die. It's never going to die because aside from it being radio, it is an emergency broadcast system. 
Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's that, always that beep. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah All yeah. that thing. And if this was a real emergency, da, 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 yeah, you know shit. what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Broadcast radio is still broadcast radio. It's always going to be there. And, you know what I mean? Even when you jump in your car, you're probably going to have it on that station and see where they're playing. Mm. If they don't catch you or your attention at that particular split second, then, you know then what I mean? Your playlist on your then phone. you go to your phone, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you'd be like, right, I gave him a shot. Now you on Spotify, Apple Music, whatever, whatever it is, and mm. you you in your zone. You know what I'm saying? So that's where the problem lies. You know what I'm saying? Is that? And then I was a part timer, so you would notice like Nancy Barrow's not there anymore. It's like yeah. you'll notice that because mm. she's on every day in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's easier to notice than me, the guy that was on that Friday nights at midnight. You know what mm. I mean? Like people just I was there so long, people just assume I'm still on the radio. You know what I'm saying? Nah. And it's I, been three years. <laughs> I noticed that change when niggas change their fucking uh, social media handles. <laughs> I was like, when 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 that shit happens, something fucking happens. <laughs> yo, uh, that nigga yo. went from G Money 937 <laughs> to G Money MNE. I was like, all right, what the fuck going on? <laughs> yo, you cutting deep tonight, boy. <laughs> you was cutting deep. I mean, hey, like, it's, it's some little subtle changes. It was like, it is. what the fuck? Hey, yeah. hey. Yeah. <laughs> See you, my nigga. Something's up. Thumbs up. <laughs> and that was it. Um, and even my social handle meter, if you think about it, look at it. Like, I got, oh, I just copied Kid Fresh pretty much on everything. You know what I'm saying? His shit yeah. is Kid Fresh 937. So I was like, all right, I'm G Money Oh, so that wasn't like, like, like station like, obligated? That's nah. just, oh, okay. I just got it off of him. You know what I mean? Because you can't, I can't just put G Money because, like I said, there's a million yeah, motherfucking but, G Money. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I, I, yeah, I get it. I, I, I always thought that was like station obligated when, when it came to like certain people. No. Nah. It was like, you got to put that shit on there. I just, Copy kid version. I I probably never even told him that. So there you go. Another thing that you're getting first <laughs> on the domino effect. Boom, nigga. You see that shit? <laughs> now, um But M and E is obviously money them entertainment. Yeah. And that's my shit, them. bitch. Yeah, yeah. That ain't going nowhere, motherfucker. Money them general right here. <laughs> <laughs> um what is your favorite failure? My favorite failure. Music or radio station related Anything, or just in life? Career-wise, uh, life-wise, where it was like, this shit I tried, it failed, but it taught me a valuable lesson. Ooh. Man. Could be any good one. Um, extremely good one. Um, TV. TV? TV. All right. Um, TV. We uh, shot a pilot for this amazing concept, this amazing show mm-hmm. that I thought it would be. You know what I mean? Somehow, someway, and our, um, a producer from New York heard what I was doing with the Friday Night Spotlight mm-hmm. back then. You know what I'm saying? And he hit me up, and he was stroking me good. He was like, yo, I don't know how you do it, but you are interviewing every week motherfuckers that nobody ever fucking heard of, but you make it entertaining because of the questions you're asking them and you know what I'm saying? And it's like how you engage in people. Now I want to do that same concept, mm. but I want to do it on video. So you, inter- once again, interviewing up and coming artists, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that, but it just be live mm. and you be in their like environment and stuff like that. And you know what I'm saying? All this other stuff, mm. right? Shot the pilot. You know I mean, shopped it to MTV BET, stuff like that. It got actually 
sponsored and picked up by uh, 50s uh, old headphones. Remember the SMD? Oh, not SMD. Mm-hmm. Um, SMS joint? SMD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> SMD. <laughs> <laughs> the, I know SMS, what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, the SMS joints, you know what I mean? So, I remember like, the logo and shit, so yeah, yeah, it was closed, yeah. The SMS joints, you know what I mean? So, like, if you saw me on the radio with those headphones on, that was, like, straight from fifth. Like, like even he backed in and picked it up, and I thought it was on its way, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. then MTV, they wanted to put it on... They wanted to build their online type joint, you know what I mean? Because obviously mm-hmm. now, like everything, we started becoming like online. So they wanted something cool to be online and stuff like that. But we wanted to be on actual TV. You right. know what I'm saying? So we kind of turned that down. And then there was BET, and then at the time, you know what I mean? After 106 and Park, I'm sure we all remember BET. It was like kind of lost in the sauce. Like yeah. they really didn't have shit, didn't or have anything shit. Yeah. going on. But Reruns of Martin and shit, you know what I mean? And then that was way before right. that. They like they had like fucking like they were, they were trying to do like College Hill and like right. yeah, over yeah. in the cribs and right. like all types of wild shit. Crazy. So they was like kind of like dude, they was giving us was kind of like nah, nah. You know what I mean? So, um, you know what I mean? We kind of eventually fell to one. Um, I forgot even channel that it did too. You know what I mean? But. Mm. It just didn't go the way that we actually wanted it to go. So we really only, you know what I mean, did the pilot in a couple of episodes, which they ran on their TV show. But, you know what I'm saying? It it, it was a dope, dope, dope concept. You know what I'm saying? It might be even something that I revisit just personally on my own. Mm-hmm. And YouTube is so big, I might just keep it on YouTube, not even try and make it even bigger than that. You know what I'm saying? But just to give me more content and just to do a passion of mine. And then passion is to introduce artists. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, so even if it doesn't make a dollar or anybody watches it, it's just a passion of mine to introduce the world to people that I think is dope. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So for that to fail, you know what I mean? Just the connections I made and what I learned and, you know what I'm saying? Just the opportunity, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Even driving back and forth to New York all that time and just being in that life and just learning how TV works and like... Mm seeing like filming and being on the studio sets and you know what I mean shit like that like you know what I mean that was yeah, all yeah. totally different for me and stuff like that so even though it didn't work quote unquote you know what I mean it was still a dope experience and I, I still talked to like cast members not cast members it was really just me interviewing but like mm. cameramen and like producers and like people just involved with the show I still talk to them to this day you know what I mean yeah dope 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 now, being in the industry for as long as you have been, what's the best thing that you that you've learned being in the industry? Be it just you know a tip for you personally, a tip for like behind the scenes shit, a tip for like artists or whatever the case. What's the best thing that you've learned just being in the industry? Oh man, that's a broad question, bro. Like whether it can help. You know, up and coming talent as far as like artists, whether it uh, can help up and coming talent as far as like broadcasters, podcasters, on air personalities with radio. Yo, because th- here you go. That's a good point. Now that you said that, yo, stop looking. In 2021, there's not one way to do anything. At you know all. what I'm saying? And it's a beautiful time and take advantage of every stream of, of you know what I mean, opportunity that there is. You know mm. what I'm saying? So as you said, like, Domino, if you ever had a goal of trying to be on Hot 937, you know what I'm saying, and just mm-hmm. didn't work or whatever I'd like get that, fired, but you know, you, know I, cool. you know what I mean? But yeah. still, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What'd you do? Start your own podcast. And you know what I mean? Like, you still are doing your dream or just your goal of mm. having your own media show or whatever like that, and yeah. you, you're doing that. And the same thing with any artist or anybody else. You know what I'm saying? It's like, 
There are ways to do it. There are ways to do it. And there's really no excuse nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Mm. If you're an artist, there's really no excuse for you. You know what I'm saying? There's really no excuse. You you have abundance of inf- information right at your fingertips on the mm. computer. You know what I'm saying? You have abundance of opportunities by doing that same Google search and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's just about, you know what I mean, looking at the opportunities and trying to pick it out which one is right for you. Right. You know what I mean? If you want to do radio, but you can't get to commercial or traditional radio, cool. Mm. Start your own podcast. You know what I mean? Start your own shit. Build yourself up to the point where now they got to come looking for you. Exactly. Same thing with artists. Build your shit up so crazy. You know what I mean? They have no choice but to, like, who the fuck is this? Snopra. Snopra. Here's an example. Perfect you know what I'm saying? Example. She blew up online and shit like that way before the radio station anybody else really knew who she was. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And Re- we was like, yo. And Hartford, they was like, yo, she, she doing, doing it, our like dance. She, that's our sound. Like, fucking dance doing da-da-da, numbers like, You know what I mean? YouTube. And she going crazy it's on YouTube. Sound, like, it's dance, yeah. And I'm like, yo, who is this? Da-da-da. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't even know. And mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be out there. I didn't even know who Shorty was. You know what I'm saying? People asking me. I was like, yo, I, I wish I knew. I really don't. You know what I mean? So Got the OB. He put it, me on. Right. <laughs> so there you go. So at that particular moment, it was like, that's a prime example. If you build your shit up so crazy in the streets, you know what I mean? Online or something like that, then the avenue that you want to get to would probably come looking for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like how many artists are breaking records off of TikTok? You still hounding your Fucking local radio honey. station. You still hounding your local radio station trying to beg and plead them to play your record. When TikTok and people doing a dance off your shit uh-huh. is breaking way more records than any station. Anybody. Any station anywhere. Not satellite, not local, not Hot 97, not Power 105, not New York, not Chicago, not anything. Nothing is breaking new records and new artists. Like TikTok. Like TikTok. Like social media. Like YouTube. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We discovered Justin Bieber off YouTube. Right. He wasn't being played in Canada on the radio. Yeah. YouTube. Okay. Yeah, that's, a good that's what I'm point. saying. Young and May. YouTube. YouTube, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, how many more examples do we have to give you? There are avenues. There are ways. You know what I'm saying? But don't do that shit specifically looking to get on TikTok. Like, make your art, make it good, and just hopefully one of those takes off on TikTok. Or get or like, it. Or like, just, just, just be good at what you do. If it happens to catch, it happens to catch. Don't be trying to chase that head because you're going to... Catch that one, and then you can't duplicate it. Then you're gonna fizzle the fuck out. Just be it, be it organic. Is like the only thing I can say. Then now, um, before we get out of here, uh, Digital Boombox Network. What is that? Digital yeah. Boombox Radio is a, a online station. So here's a, another thing about me, right? So right. even though I was on Hot Nine Three Seven and stuff like that, you know what I mean? I never. Like I said, I never did the Hollywood thing. You know what I'm saying? So I always championed the smaller avenues. And I always told artists, like, yo, mess with them. You know what I'm saying? Because they're going to give you some opportunities that we can't give you because of our red tape. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So mess with your your local radio stations. Mess with your online radio stations and things like that. So that's what Digital Boombox Radio is. And that's an online radio station, Mm. right? 
And I always had a good relationship with the owner because, again, I never did the Hollywood thing. You know what I mean? So mm. if they ever needed anything from me, whatever I could do for them, I would. And then when I used to do showcases, you know what I mean? A lot of them, I always would have judges from those smaller avenues mm. come up and be judges. And I always would put them on a pedestal and introduce them like, yo, this is such and such from you know, DBN or this is such and such from... You know what I'm saying? 89.9. Or this is such yeah. and such from these little places because I want y'all to know them. Like, I know them. I love them. I go to them. You know what I mean? I want you to as an artist because mm. this person has a show. You know what I mean? And it doesn't matter if 50 people are listening or 5 million. You know what I'm saying? You could be gaining just one fan off of doing their show. Right. You know what I'm saying? So don't turn down no opportunity. You know what I'm saying? So I used to always do that. You know what I mean? And then, like I said, once my situation happened, you know, a lot of those smaller avenues were coming after me crazy and stuff right. like that. But for me, once again, even going back to the fact that I never even wanted to be in radio, you know what I mean? So it wasn't a dire need for me to get right back into it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, have you ever looked back into the sports management thing after you were let go from Hot 937? Or is that just like far from you? It was kind of far from there because the whole time I was working at Hot 937, I was working at StubHub. I don't know if you know that, but yeah, that's yeah, a ticket yeah. company ticket, as well. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? So I always was there, and I always felt still connected. You know what I'm saying? I was a supervisor over there. So, mm. you know what I mean? I always felt still connected to the world, even just doing my job there. You know what I'm saying? So I I never at, I'm 41 right now. So I was, like when that happened, I was 38. So I wasn't like, mm. I'm in a position to be like, all right, let me just try and get back into a young man's world at 38 mm, yeah. and try and like start at the, at the bottom of working at a, a sports day and stuff like that. So, you know what I mean? I, I don't know, call me what you want, but I kind of like gave up that dream on the fact that, you know what I mean? Mm. I kind of felt already stuck in my waist. And when I first got let go from the radio station, I, it was my goal to kind of be like, I'm going to be out there and show them that, I don't need to be working for the radio station and still be G Money the Prince. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I was still, I, I did more leaving the radio station than yeah. I did when I was still there. So I was like back in the clubs, like heavy. I wanted them to hear it every time and see it. Like hosted by G Money this, hosted mm. by G Money that. I'm in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm in New York. I'm crazy. Like I'm heavy. Think, you know think, what I'm saying? I be hosting some shit. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like when I decided to get back on my shit, I can get back on my shit now, you know what I mean? So, I that was my goal. Like, I wanted people to see, like, even if you didn't hear the story or if you did hear the story, you'd be like, oh, well, well, I guess not being at the radio station is going to stop this nigga because yes. he's everywhere, you know what I mean? Nah, this fucking, fucking train don't stop. <laughs> exactly, and that's what well, I wanted to prove. No show. I wanted to prove that, like, yeah, people might know me as G-Money the Prince from Hot 937, but I'm still G-Money the Prince. I still created that shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like you didn't, the station didn't give me any opportunity. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I wasn't in the club because the station set it up. Right. All that stuff was off me, off my GP. You know what I mean? So all those relationships I built, nobody was going to stop fucking with me just because I wasn't at the station no more. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I wanted to prove that all my relationships was all organic and that artists and everybody else was still going to mess with me even though I wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So when the opportunity to come back to, to radio, when I finally decided I was going to do it, I thought DBM was the right situation because, you know what I mean? It was like, they gave me the freedom to do whatever I want. Okay. I wasn't going to go back to commercial radio uh -huh. and get put right back in that same box. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So online is online. There ain't no FCC. 
Yeah. Ain't no censorship. Ain't stuff like that. Like, I felt like I get to be, like, the true authentic me. Mm. You know what I mean? And didn't have a boss saying, you have to play this. Or you can't say this. Or da-da-da. You know what I mean? Like, Mm. legit was like, okay, when do you want to do your show? Right. Okay. Cool. Here's how you get into the office. Here's how yeah. you set up in the studio. Like when fun. you leave. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, I, and and even me, like, coming from where I was coming from, I was like, okay, is there anything I have to da-da-da? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And the motherfucker's looking at me crazy like, no. Just do your show. And get the, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, right. So Clean up after yourself. <laughs> exactly. And it was kind of just like that. And it was like, damn, this is cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like, niche. going from commercial radio to internet radio and just, like, the world of freedom is, like, so mm. different. It's like, yo, this... This is cool, man. You know what I mean? And I don't care if it's no longer, you know what I mean, 50,000 people at any given time listening to me anymore. I really don't care. You know what I mean? I just feel like it's just way more fun and having that freedom and just being able to do what you really want to do. I don't care if it's five people listening. It's way more, obviously. Since I took yeah. over at DBN, and I'm the program director now, by the way. Mm. Since I have taken and over I'll there, shout out. Yeah. you know what I mean? The shit had went up crazy. It was now in 27 different countries now. You know what hey, I'm saying? <laughs> From the three that it was in before when I first got there. You know what I mean? So I'll pick, ever, I'll pick up myself a little bit on that one. You, you know? ever plan on going back to commercial radio? Or like as of right now, you found a good thing? It would have to be a hell of an offer. Got to be the bag. See, you got to get Give me the fucking bag. It would have to be a hell of an offer, dog. Okay. You know what I mean? It, it couldn't go back to being some. It would have to be an opportunity where I'd be like, I would be stupid as hell to pass that. Yeah, up. yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It got to be one of them. It got to be one of them. It got to be like a big station. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Or even if it was the old station, it couldn't be the same position. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yesterday's, like Fat Joe said, yesterday's price is not today's price. <laughs> Facts. Nigga. <laughs> feel me? So now, what does G-Money have left to prove? What's next for G-Money? G-Money has nothing left to prove. Mm. You know what I'm saying? G-Money doesn't play in that game. You know what I mean? Where I'm looking to prove anything to anybody. G-Money just has to keep on, I can't say bringing up the youth, but just keep on providing opportunities. What's right. next for G-Money is like taking what I started and building upon it. As you said, you know what I mean? When we first started this thing, like from those clubhouse conversations that, let's be clear, I fucking hate it. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's like a lot of opinions from a lot of people that- A lot of people that don't need opinions. Exactly, right? What the fuck gave you? Like, mute this motherfucker. (laughs) Just because you got a phone and fucking can download (laughs) an app means you need an opinion? No, nigga. (laughs) Right, you know what I mean? So Mute this motherfucker. We did get some good things out of that, though. You know what I'm saying? From the- intelligent people that were allowed to speak. You know what I mean? So some of those things that I heard and that people came to me kind of like asking me to take the lead on, that's what I want to do. Post-COVID. Like, I'm not going to do anything right now. Mm Post-COVID. Okay. I can't set up something and put all this work into it just for the government to decide they want to shut down again. I hear that. G-Money, you are appreciated. Thank you. We fuck with you out here. Appreciate it. Obviously, you know, you're still getting booked for hosts and shit like that, so people fuck with you. <laughs> so, Indeed. <laughs> so, you know, keep doing your thing. Keep growing. Keep, you know, just elevating and, you know, hope to see more of you. I still got more questions. You know, there might be a part two later on down the road. I mean, so, it should be. We'll, we'll I see. mean, part two is going to yeah. be when I, I force Michi to come down here. Yeah, I mean, All right? hey, I mean, hey we, Michi, Craig G., Jen, I've been talking to Jenny for like fucking four years. <laughs> like, yo, Jenny. Oh, you trying to get all of them, huh? 
I, I, I've been trying to get Jenny for like four years. She read my shit, left it on red. <laughs> then she'll like respond and then won't respond like two days later. I'm like, yo, it's me though. Like I ain't, yeah. I'm just like some random nigga. I'm trying to like talk to you. I don't, I don't, I don't know if people still look at pod, like the niggas that's on radio. I don't know if they still look at podcasts as like this medium that they should look down on mm-hmm. or if they just like, or just that busy. But I don't know. I just keep DMing niggas. I don't got no shame. Cool. Well, I'm not gonna answer for anybody else. Yeah, yeah, no. Nah, and I don't nah. know. I don't know nah, people's a, personal opinions. Yeah, on it. I'm but, gonna wait till they come here and talk to them face to face. I want you to have that same energy or like talk that shit. There you just go. T- just tell me what's up to my face. What's up with you? Just that's that. that that's all I want. What's up with it? That's all I want. But G money. Appreciate you, my brother. Yeah, you ain't have to. You don't have to hound me, dog. <laughs> I come out here. I show love. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I don't care if. A million people listening, or you know what I'm saying? It's just our family and friends. I really don't care, man. You know what I mean? If if one person could listen to anything I said today and took something from it and could help better their career or whatever they want to do in life, then I did exactly my job, what I came here to do today. You know what I'm saying? That's what I like to hear. We're going to get the, like, the live feed back up and running soon, like the Twitch and the Facebook and the YouTube shit going back soon. I don't know when. You know, that's up to, you know, G the engineer. I don't know when the fuck he's going to do that. But... You know, until then, I have no choice but to wait. But if anybody wants to book you for hostings, if they want to find you, if they want to send you their whack-ass music, where do they find you? Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> on social media, across the board, it's easy. I'm at G Money. All right. Just the letter G. Money. Mm-hmm. Underscore M-N-E. All right. That's M-N-E. Like money and entertainment. So oh. G Money underscore M-N-E. All right. You can find me across the board there. You know what I'm saying? And if you are... Looking to hire somebody for a private event. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? No, I don't dance no more. I stop stripping, all right? So I ain't talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, nigga, put the G-string away, nigga. Just yeah, that shit, is on, that shit is on ice, nigga. <laughs> now, nah, nah, we married. do, uh, you know, I'm old now, so we, like, moving more into, like, the weddings and, like, you know what I mean? Like, private events like that. So that's what I do mostly more now. You know, I'm not as in the clubs anymore. But, mm. you know what I'm saying? And that's... M-N-E, that's M-N-E, that's M-N-E events, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So that's where we go for that stuff. But please check out both the businesses, Money in the Entertainment and M-N-E events. And I'm still out here moving, whether you think I'm being quiet or not. And I know mm. some people be like, yeah, gee, I don't hear you on the radio no more. Like, what you been doing? Just, Always working. Just seen a nigga at Bijou Theater. You feel me? Never not working, man. Yeah, they really from day 26. My brother for life. Just hosted that shit. So. Show sure. And... And, and the newest thing you can find me on, okay, first of all, download Digital Boombox Network. You know what mm. I mean? If you don't have that, right, DBN, right. Digital Boombox Network, please download that app. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's first and foremost. But the newest thing, and like you just brought up the Willie event down mm. there at Bijou Theater, that was brought to you by Crush Magazine. Crush Magazine. I got yes. to get, get them on here, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, gotta, they're actually waiting on me right now, so oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll be talking to them in a minute. Right. But Crush Magazine, all right, now... You're going to see your boy G Money the Prince actually doing what I do best. And that's uh, introducing the world into up and coming artists and things like that. So, you know what I mean? I'm going to be bringing that segment right to Crush Magazine. So, you know what I mean? Artist link with your boy. I'm always moving. I do something every Tuesday called Telling Night Tuesdays at Malibu in East Hartford, Connecticut. You know what I mean? Uh, we're getting ready to start um, our s- Sunday brunch with a beat. Mm. You know what I mean? Start that back up. That's going to be Labor Day weekend. That's Sunday before then. You know what I mean? So even if you're in Bridgeport or New Haven and you feel like, yo, I'm really not known in Hartford. I need to get my fan base up that way. Link with me. And then uh, coming in 
October, beginning of October, we're actually doing a Northeast tour. All right, we're hitting Harford, Boston, New York, New Jersey, and Philly. All mm. right, so it's a quick tour around the Northeast. But again, if you're trying to expand your brand and get out and see how other people are moving to other cities, see what other artists are doing, or just tour, just to say you went on tour or anything like that, then make sure you link with your boy at gmoney underscore M N E. Nigga working. Never not working. Never not working. G Money, like I said before, appreciate you, my brother. So, as the saying goes, one thing's for certain, we too much for these niggas and three much for these hoes. <laughs> I go by the name of Domino. That's G Money the Prince. Like I said, you gotta say the whole thing. And uh we out of here. Domino motherfuckers, what's that? <laughs>